Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to another episode of the penny bloom podcast it is i colton robertson and today we finish off our top 100 favorite comic book characters it's the top 25 baby and of course i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and i'm glad we can uh Get the creme de la crop of these comic book characters down. Oh man, you know, this is where it gets really real. You know, we talked about, we talked a lot about how we do really like the characters we've discussed up to this point in part one through three, uh, 100 through 26. You know, and we hit the Eternals along that run, you know, pretty early on. You know, that, that's proof enough that we like a lot of these characters. You know, we, all of them, you know, I'd say, I'd say there's not, there's obviously not a character in my top 100. I'm like, you know what? I actually don't really feel that guy. Uh, no, mm. I fuck with all of them, but these, I love these characters, mm. all the top 25. These are, these are my favorite characters across it all, you know, and, uh, pretty much no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I've, from very early on in this list, there's, I don't, yeah, there's obviously not a person that I hate in this list. I don't think I, you know, could oh, really. Oh, no, you didn't just go ahead sense. and throw out fucking Hayward or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, this is, this is where they start becoming, I guess, more impactful. Um, you could say, like, um, especially when you get up to like the top 10. Um, Ooh. these are, these are characters who, who have been very, very impactful on, on, you know, lifetime, whether that's childhood or whether that's, you know, recently it just been that great, um, but mm, this is where it gets good, good, good. Then I say, let's get into it. We're going to kick it off with our 25s, and I'm going to start it off today with Lois Lane. Oh. I love love me some Lois Lane, especially coming off of Superman and Lois. You know, I really, really like that show, and the most... uh most impactful shit in that show is the family stuff. You know, it is about Clark and Lois figuring out how to, uh, how to manage, you know, cause they go through a lot of shit with him being Superman and stuff and having kids. Like that's a, it's a complicated, complicated array of shit. And, you know, one of my favorite soup, one of my favorite Lois Lane and Superman moments period is in that first 1978 movie where, uh, he takes her on her first flight. Mm. Uh, and he hold, he holds her hand out to the side and uh then holds her by a finger and she's she's feeling like she's feeling like she's flying you know she's barely getting held up she's getting held up by by just his pinky pretty much and uh you know all the while there's this monologue going on inside her head where she's planning what she's going to write about about this interaction you know and she's uh, mm. it's this whole thing where she's she feels more safe than she ever has even though she's more vulnerable than she's ever been mm. uh she's uh and She's like, how, how, what is the extent of you? Like, can you hear what I'm thinking right now? Do you, can you read my mind? Like, uh, and she's just pondering who he is as a person. Like, 
there's something so genuinely good and comfortable about this human. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's, or not human, but person. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and like, that's, that's what I love about Lois Lane is the way she enhances Superman and, uh, Superman's mm. a really important character to me and will be much higher up on this list. But, uh, Lois yeah, Lane tells him in a way no other character does. Definitely a realm in the comic book, um, area that I need to dive deeper into. Um, out of DC, Batman has kind of been the only only one that I, I really know well and deep dive into. Um, I know uh, Henry Cavill is Superman, and that's like basically it. And I right. feel like that's just really sad. Like, um, like you've been watching a lot of uh, Superman recently, and I've been seeing you know on, on Twitter and stuff a lot of the old classics coming up and stuff like that. And it's been itching me to to get into watching all these old you know get everything everything from the very beginning. Um, and I think I'm going to do that with Batman first so I can get all the classics, um, done with them. But, but Superman was was so much fun. It's so much fun to watch the old shit, you know, because Mm -hmm. like there was a point where it was nothing but camp. You know, I think people have this problem with MCU movies now that they take them way too, like way too seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and you know, it's, it's partly on the MCU. They like to, they like to act like they are, you know, like they should be critically acclaimed and like, uh, there are elements of the movies that should be critically acclaimed, you know, in some realms, the visual effects and some realms, the acting, et cetera. Like, but beyond that, I mean, it's, it's few and far in between that these are critically acclaimed movies and they need <laughs> to know that. And people need to know, like people need to know that when they're engaging with a superhero movie, you know? Mm. And, uh, and that's why these movies like Logan, like the Batman, like these hard hitting dramas with superheroes, that's why they shine, you know, that's why they are the top tier. And, uh, but hmm. yeah, I just think people take shit way too seriously. So when we get back to like uh Superman 1978, which was a fantastic movie, but is incredibly campy and incredibly corny at points. Like hmm. that's what I want. Sup- like, like that's what I want a Superman movie to be like. Yeah. And it's, uh, they knock it out of the park. Hmm. All right. Yeah. That's 25. I think uh, a character you don't have on your list, uh, but had to make mine. And the only fitting that he, he comes in this episode is uh, Uatsu, the Watcher. Mm. Um, and I know, I know it's kind of unfair, hypocritical of me to say, uh, you know, some characters are lower down because of, you know, we don't have a lot of material with them and stuff like that. But, uh, but what yeah, if there's always the exceptions? Um, there's always the exceptions. What if has been? I don't know. It's it's some of my my favorite content that there is uh, for Marvel out there. And uh, just seeing what uh, what this character will event. I think it's the concept of this character that really does it for me. We don't really have a whole lot of him. And we don't know really much about him at all. Um, and he's very mysterious. But I, I think it's just the concept of the character. And, and the show, what if, and all. I think this is kind of, this 25 slot is kind of just for what if, uh, basically. Gotcha. You're like, um, you know what? He he defined it, you know. Yeah. And uh, going back to the what if comics back in the day. You know, like that's that's... I actually did have the Watcher in part two towards the end. Oh, you did? Oh, you did? Uh, he was at my 52. So oh, pretty okay. kind of cool. Mind. The inverse oh, okay. of your number, 50, hmm. 25 and 52. That's weird. Look at that. Um, um, shit happens. Okay. Um, well, maybe maybe I was just – I didn't hear it because I knew he was coming much later or something. Or that's why I didn't remember and I wanted to – You were like, I need to put this out of my mind. I can't talk about up it. Up in 25. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel felt like – these milestone numbers, the numbers that would start the episodes, I felt like had to be kind of a, you know, a special character. Um, a and, uh, 
And I, you know, Owatu, I, I don't think he could have, he could have slipped down any further, uh, in my opinion. He can, I don't think, you know, he's going to rise much at all. Um, who knows? I guess who knows what the future is for, for his character, but, but these characters that are above him are, uh, got a lot yeah. more to them. Um, yeah. and a lot, uh, a lot, lot more, but I, I, uh, I just wanted to put him here. Um, just question. That what voice, man. Is, oh, but they couldn't have gone with a better actor. About like Jeffrey Wright just nails that. And uh, I, if we get if we're getting him in live action soon, who knows? I have no idea. Um, I just I want to see anything anything more with what if anything more. Um, just hearing that voice that that there's there's few narrators in the world that that get people that get me going. I guess and uh, him and Morgan Freeman are, are the two. That I just I could hear narrate anything. I wish they mm. could narrate my life. Um, oh man! <laughs> but, but yeah, I felt like a watch. You had to, you had to come in here at twenty five for me. Had to, so, had mm-hmm. to. Way to kick off the episode. You know, Lois Lane and the Watcher. Mm. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> but uh, with that on to my twenty four, and this is where I have a. This is where I have my first MCU character of the top twenty five. Uh, this is where I've got Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, okay. Um, I like me some Bucky, you know, uh, and oh, but on, only so much, you know. I do, I do love Bucky, and he probably was not top twenty-five before the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of how I want to frame it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the first time I've watched him and truly gone like, yes, I like this dude. You know, I've liked his character development and the and the uh, stories he's been involved in up to up to this point you know obviously captain america the winter soldier is fucking fantastic civil war being a conflict based around him essentially is also really cool um but it's it's the falcon of the winter soldier that makes me go i like this dude and i want more stories with him you know Hmm. and uh i think uh i think he's a super badass you know i love sebastian stan in the role it's going to be hard seeing him as the winter soldier coming off of pam and tommy where he did so fantastically <laughs> as tommy lee mm-hmm. uh you know they sh- showed his dick and stuff on that show like it's the like range yeah the range you know he's a superhero and and tommy lee mm-hmm. um and he recently played a serial killer in a hulu uh in a hulu horror movie a slasher Damn. film Okay. Uh, yeah, Smash right, Stan's been on a road. Yeah. He's been on a roll. And uh hmm. but yeah, Bucky Barnes, I fuck with Bucky Barnes, you know, and obviously the the scene that, you know, makes you makes you go, yeah, is when he doesn't when he doesn't break on Wakanda whenever she recites the activation code for uh the winter soldier. That shit just hits. You know, and it's uh I love I love where him and Sam are heading. Love all that. So uh, you know, Bucky. I had to had to get him in here in the top twenty five. Oh yeah, he'll be he'll be coming up. Uh, for sure, um, and I think I think maybe he rose a little bit because of who he paired with. I, I did a lot of pairings together, um, and maybe when I think about it, you know, like truly how I, I think of Buck. I don't know. I think uh, he, he's you know not too much higher up or anything, but uh, right, I think he'll be coming up, coming up soon. Uh, I'm moving on to my 24. This is where I have the Hulk. Um, nice, nice. And you know, and this this one is kind of a, a mixed, you know, a mixed bag. Um, I think it's just kind of the iconicism of the Hulk. Um, but if if you just look at the MCU's Hulk, it's I, I don't really think he makes a lot of people's top twenty five. Um, he just deserved better. Yeah, and uh, 
don't know, I got a, I got a green I got a few green people uh coming up here. I I, I don't know how it worked out, but it, every two like there's just two that work well together. I didn't mean to do this one, but uh but uh starting out <laughs> it happened to go. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I love me some Hulk, man, and I would have liked to have put him higher, but unfortunately I haven't read nearly enough Hulk. All the Hulk that my love for the Hulk is purely based in nostalgia of loving, of liking the idea of the character and acting like the character when I was younger. Mm. Like I love to do, I love playing Hulk, you know, yeah, like those, I love everyone the, had those Hulk fists. The foam fists. Yeah. Everyone like you had, had to have those. the foam fists, you know, smash. And I, like, I do that shit all the time, you know, like I had, mm. had a great time pretending I was Hulk and Bruce Banner and Hulk is such a, uh, and I, what I have read is such a fun, uh, fun and, uh, devastating dynamic at points and just, mm. uh, a great, a great, story element and uh it has not been executed well enough in in movies but i will say i do need to revisit uh incredible hulk with mm. uh, ed norton uh need to revisit it badly but mm-hmm. yeah 24 there there he is the first right. is that no i think i've had uh did i have is that my first classic avenger i don't think so no i had black widow uh before i think maybe clint barton did i have hawkeye I think yeah. Um, I think you. Had yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Hockey, yeah, true. Yeah, but I don't really count him. Um, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but yeah, Black Widow came in at twenty nine, so I guess the next Hulk at twenty four of of the classic Avengers. So all right, all right. Yeah, I had Hulk at thirty nine. Um, mm-hmm. But with that, on to my twenty three. This is where I have Selena Kyle, Catwoman, mm. and this one is uh, this is one that's based in nostalgia and is also backed up by a recent performance. You know, I really, I really loved Selena Kyle when I was younger. You know, I grew up on the Batman animated series and the old, the old Batman movies and, uh, you know, Batman returns with Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. You know, I loved, I loved that movie. And, uh, I loved the, I love Batman, the animated series and uh, the mm-hmm. connection that, you know, Bruce forms with Selena Kyle amidst that, but like the first two episodes of that show are centered around Selena Kyle. So, uh, She's she's a pretty iconic character, and to have gotten one with a uh, uh, Zoe Kravitz so mm. recently was fantastic. She was awesome as Selena Kyle, and did elevate her up this list. You know, not not by much. You know, I think she started like at thirty five when I first made this list before I saw the Batman. Then mm. I saw the Batman. She bumped up thirty three. Saw the Batman again. She bumped up thirty one. Saw the Batman again. <laughs> And she just kept going up, you know, mm. like I was like, man, the more I watch this, the more I really like this character. Mm. And, uh, you know, I've also recently read like Selena's big score from Batman, uh, the ego tales. Uh, it's uh, she's just a fun character with a lot with a lot there. And, the you know, the whole cat burglar thing. Super mm. dope. Super yeah, dope. She, she came in around uh, yeah 63 on my list. And I, I feel like that's just criminally way too low, um, especially after. uh after this new movie but i think i i made this list before mm-hmm. um before robert pattinson's batman came out um and saw zoe kravitz in it and uh i mean she's definitely definitely elevated and i i, I don't know how i was thinking uh put put her down this low um down there but uh i mean i think mainly through this list i was i was going just marvel like they were the first yeah. people who were in my mind they and DC kind of took a back seat a little bit but um but uh, I'm definitely glad she got the recognition up here because she uh, mm-hmm. deserves had it. To. Had to. Uh, moving on, my 23, another green, uh, another female role here, uh, Gamora. 
Um, that's where I have her. Um, of the Guardians crew, she is, uh, I think she is the highest of the Guardians crew here, actually. Uh, and that is correct. Yeah, she she's the, the top of the Guardians crew for me. Um, you know, daughter of Thanos. She's badass. Sorry, Nebula, uh, for, for not being as good as Gamora. Um, yeah, man, that's a rough she, one for you. But, Got a tough uh, break there. Mm. But uh, man, I, I love me some Gamora. Um, out of, of the Guardians, she's um, she's just she's the fave. Yeah, she's, she's my the fave. best. Uh, there's there's no way around it. Uh, you know, it's it, it's always hilarious whenever I think of the Guardian and just how like Peter Quill is the is like my least favorite Guardian out oh, of yeah. Um, but uh, but no, their their uh their love story uh super interesting uh is really good and and you know you get the the moment in, in game where you know he gives him a Gamora gives Peter Quill a good good kick in the nuts you know kind of kind of we all wanted good satisfying uh thing there and who no matter know. what like even regardless of how good they they in theory <laughs> would go together mm. Gamora is so far out of Star Lord's league it's not even funny like, you think they find their way back to each other or you think that they're... I think so. You know, uh, I, I, I think that's like, that'll ultimately be a really moving and emotional story of like them being kind of destined to come together at mm. some point. And maybe, maybe then I'll really, really, really be fucking with Peter Quill, you know, maybe then, uh, mm. but uh, man, that, uh, the sacrifice, man, she, she was one of the only ones who truly died. I guess, you know, we have a, another version of her that, that came back and all, but, uh, one of the only true deaths in the Infinity War and Endgame uh, events. What a massive um, twist, and just like I like I don't know what I was expecting of Infinity War, but it wasn't for Gamora to be a massive part of the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and when we got it, I was like, I absolutely fucking love this. I don't know why I wouldn't have wouldn't have wanted or expected that. You know, one of the only people in the in the I mean seemingly the only person that knew where the soul stone was um i guess apart from red skull but he was banished there couldn't really leave um yeah. <laughs> so he i didn't um, find he didn't find the soul stone the soul stone found <laughs> yeah um but man yeah gamora i loved how crucial she was because uh, she is you know out of the guardians um my favorite and, and seeing how big a role she had was was really nice um but man yeah watching her fall um was uh, devastating, uh, man. Very devastating, but but yeah, I got my, I got my even, two like, green at that people. point. I knew I cared about Gamora, you know, but I didn't know I cared about Gamora so much that I would cry when she died, you know. Mm. Like I, I was moved to tears when she died. Thanos even cried. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it, the way that she was like, "You don't care about anything." Like this is. She's like, "You're crying. Why are you crying? They're they're not for him." Oh, god damn it, man. Uh, why did it have to be Gamora? Uh, but uh, at least we got, I guess now we have just badass Gamora coming forward. You know, we just have yeah. a, we have a new start. I'm hoping we and, get some more Gamora, daughter of Thanos and what if, like mm. I'm hoping that comes back mm. around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, I got my two, uh, two green people, uh, Hulk and Gamora. Uh, didn't mean for nice. that to happen, but, nice. uh, but it worked out yeah. that way. Um, <laughs> I'll have Gamora up up here in a in a little bit in a little bit, but uh, mm. with that, my twenty two. This is where I have Loki. Mm. Ooh, and, very uh, close. 
very close. Yeah, I was going to say, I really do like Loki, and I like I would have liked to have put him higher, but when it came to it, I just couldn't. You know, I was like, yeah, this is where he belongs. Uh, and, you know, I the series, Loki itself, did do fantastic for me uh, with in terms of pure enjoyment of the character, some of the most emotionally moving scenes. Uh, you know, and regardless of how I feel about the series as a whole and how mm. poorly it has, it's aged in my mind, you know, I need to, mm. I need to go ahead and give it a rewatch at some point, but for some reason I just, I, I, for the life of me can't figure out why I like, liked it. Um, <laughs> I think it's just how grand and how it was the first time where we really got a deep dive into the multiverse. And I think yeah, that was the but... distraction. Um, you know, like you can put any other character in that show and it still works. Yeah. You um, know, and it is those first two episodes of Loki that I'm like, I love the character. And I love, I love when I think about the character moments in Loki, they're from the first two episodes. Hmm. Um, and it was the kind first of, three, you know, uh, but we, we talked about it before, you know, he's kind of, uh, before the shows came out. Um, Bucky and Loki really carried the MCU and didn't get a lot of credit for it. You know, they, uh, did a whole, whole lot. Um, they were there for, for a whole lot. And, uh, and the shows kind of strengthened their character and made us realize that. Um, and I guess that that's one thing we could take out of the Loki show is, uh, is, you know, having us realize the, all of the little intricacies of his character and, and giving us that deeper dive. Um, and I mean, still, I don't know, we're getting, you know, a season two, you know, of Loki. Yep. Uh, so, and uh, very interested to see wh- where that goes. Um, and I'm just, I'm just hoping we see like a time door open and multiverse of madness. And we're like, oh shit. Hell yeah. You know, like I'd love to see Loki pop up in that and our Loki, you know, not just, not, mm. not just a variant Loki, like the Loki we've come to know and him being like, like maybe he comes to Dr. Strange and is like, yo. I can't figure you this need shit out. To I know, know about this. Yeah, yeah. You, you think, need to know about this. You think Doctor Strange knows or no? You think he knows of He Who Remains? Like you? No. You think he knows no. about this stuff? He at Who all? Remains is so beyond all of it that I don't think anyone knows he exists. Like, mm. so like you, you any, think any Loki... person who thinks they know it all doesn't quite. You so know? you think like, Loki and Sylvie one. were like the first? Well, I guess him. it's like time doesn't really matter there. So it's like who really is the first to meet them and like whatever. I, I don't want to think about only, that, but like out of the as of right now, know, the only hmm, interesting. I'd say uh, if anyone like, knows, if anyone were to know, it'd be Doctor Strange or Wanda. Like if there's anyone who could possibly know, it's them too. But yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it will be crazy if, like, Wanda, like, Doctor Strange and Wanda are, like, talking, and she's, like, learned a ton from the Darkhold, and she's, like, she's, like, just, like, passingly mentions He Who Remains just, like, in casual conversation and just, like, moves on, like, and he's, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but, uh, but interesting. But, yeah, so I, I had Loki here, you know, I, I really, I, I hope the sign, the, I hope the sun does shine on, on them again, mm. uh, him and you Thor. Eat. You only have one gap difference here um, mm. for us. Um, gotcha. But to fill that gap is a Deadpool for me. This is where, where Deadpool resides. Um, and uh, I think it's just uh, – these are just 
two movies that I can watch infinitely many times. Um, they're so well made. Uh, they're funny. They're you know make you cry at points. It's a true emotional roller coaster. A romance. Ooh, another romance uh, here that that uh, that Legendary really works well. Romance. Um, oh, and, I was uh, so worried. I was looking through my list. I was like, did I not have Deadpool? No, I had no, Deadpool. Yeah. I had no, Deadpool you had, at my yeah. thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was but, like, uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, uh, I don't know. There's not, you know, a whole lot you can, can really say about Deadpool other than, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're different movies from, from everything else. You know, a lot of fourth wall breaks, um, very, very, you know, more comedy centric. Um, yeah, very, very vulgar, a very adult, um, and very interesting to see where, uh, where he fits in in the MCU, you know, um, and how, how they ring him in, um how that that'll happen if they stick with the adult stuff you know or if they'll tone them down a bit or um... i think I, I i think they'll stick with some adult stuff and hmm. uh i i don't think that i think it'll definitely be a toned down like uh, i don't think we'll be getting quite as many like dick and cum jokes uh which uh deadpool liked hmm. you know so like uh, he he likes referencing sucking dick a lot which is hilarious um but you know, cradling Wolverine's balls and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, I still think we'll, we'll get her very funny Deadpool, you know, with, with Sean Levy, Sean Levy being, uh, confirmed to be directing Deadpool three, mm. um, for Disney. I think that's really encouraging, you know, just based off what we've seen recently with free guy and the Adam project. These are, these are roles that Ryan Reynolds, I mean, like, Ryan Reynolds is a pretty good actor, but he's usually Ryan Reynolds, you know, like uh, in some variation. And mm-hmm. uh, mm. he was still funny as fuck, even without all the vulgarity, you know, like he was still mm. super funny, super comedic, super entertaining. And I can only imagine Deadpool will be every bit as entertaining. And I feel like if you're like, he needs to say fuck, he needs to say come. I don't know. Like, mm. I think that's all right. <laughs> like, mm. I think we'll live. True. Know? But. Oh, yeah. I I will understand more if people are disappointed with a toned down in uh, maybe the violence. You know that's typically pretty typical of Deadpool is to be brutal. Mm. Um, true, true. Swords, yeah. I mean, swords swords are aren't aren't very uh, clean weapons to kill with. Uh, we like watch bullets travel through three people's heads. Like <laughs> true. <laughs> swords, like, yeah, and, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a uh, very creative in the way he kills. Um, yeah, exactly. So, like, if if there's some tone down there, I'll get complaints. I'll hmm. understand that. But uh, you know, in terms of language itself, I think we can we can stand we can live without it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I prefer... these movies are for the kids. You know, like Marvel, oh, no. like ultimately. But, you know, but this unless, is one where unless they're willing to open it up and go mm-hmm. rated R with it, like, hey, I'll be there for that. But uh, we'll see. You know. Hmm. But yeah, that's uh my twenty-two, Deadpool. Baller, baller. My twenty-one, coming off of Loki. This is where I have Doctor Strange. A little Ooh. uh little low in terms of a top twenty-five, one might think. Um, and I assume you do think. Um, I do think. <laughs> I do I do think. Uh but no, yeah, Doctor Strange is just one that uh I've never latched on to. You know, uh, I, and I do, I do like Dr. Strange a lot, you know, but when I, when I watched the movie, Dr. Strange, and then I watched infinity war and I watched all this stuff, like there hasn't been that thing yet for me that made me go, 
And the closest I think they've gotten are recently with What If and No Way Home. Like those are the closest I've been to like really liking Doctor Strange for just personally. Mm. Uh, and What If really did a like that. I think that might be my favorite Doctor Strange content right now in terms of the character itself. I do love the movie, and I think the movie's fantastic. But I don't come away from it loving Doctor Strange. I come away from What If going, yeah, Doctor Strange is a is a hero, you know, and. Uh, mm. And I think he deserves to be regarded as such. But uh, hmm. yeah, Very and I love Benedict Cumberbatch in the role. You know, Doctor Strange is Benadryl uh, Cumberboy. Like I love how you <laughs> can say his name in any fashion, and you know exactly who you're talking about. Um, but uh, he'll he'll come. Uh, he will he will come uh, later in this episode uh, for me. Um, so I guess I'll I'll save a little bit because uh, he's he's pretty high up. High up on mine. Uh, he's aging like right. some fine wine, in my opinion. Um, and, oh, and, and don't get me wrong. I think uh, this episode will come out prior to Doctor Strange 2. Mm. I think. If it doesn't, this has probably changed. Mm. You know, like, uh, mm. I'm, I'm imagining Doctor Strange 2 is going to do a lot for me in the Doctor Strange department. It feels like it's going to anyway, uh, just based off the trailers and uh, my hype going into this movie for... You know, coming off of what if, like, uh, I think that's, I think that was a really encouraging example of what they might be doing going forward with Doctor Strange is this really intense, dramatic, uh, conflicted hero who has to make the tough choice. Mm. Uh, and I think that could be really cool. And uh, it it has been really cool. You know, I, I just hope there's a little bit more for me to latch on to. Mm. Uh, in terms of uh, genuinely being like, fuck yeah, I love this guy. You know, like <laughs> when he's on screen, he just makes me happy. Like, I don't have that yet, you know, mm. but uh, I, do, I do like Doctor Strange a lot. Okay. All righty. Uh, moving on. Uh, this is where Loki uh, resides for me at, at 21. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, we've already already said uh, as much as we can kind of say on on Loki so far. Um, I guess we can we can reminisce on his on his older moments and not not just mm. the TV show. Um, you know, him, him and Thor, their dynamic, uh, is really yeah. amazing. And, and Tom see Hiddleston what, rocks. Oh, yeah. mm. we do, I don't think we mentioned Tom Hiddleston being he awesome. Fucks. Yeah. Um, everyone loves Tom Hiddleston. Um, he just, Taylor Swift. Mm. <laughs> he's a, he's a sexy man. He knows how to play this role. Well, um, you know, the narcissist, um, and everything, but, but seeing what his character uh, is turning into is really interesting, and uh, hopefully the future is bright. Uh, yeah, and they left him. that man broken at the end of season one of Loki, so uh, I'm hoping uh, like this man's down bad right now. He got rejected uh, by himself. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, damn. But also not himself. True. Herself. Huh. What a weird dynamic that their really self. With their. Uh, that's Ooh, the way to go there. With it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, their self. But uh, um, no, yeah. yeah, I I do love I do love me some Loki though, you know. And uh, I think the way they've evolved his character over time is indicative of a character that they didn't have a plan for. Mm. You know, but that they are making they are kind of making it up as they go. I think it's evident with his uh disappearances and reappearances. And did he die? Maybe, but we'll see. Mm. Um, no resurrections this time. Well, but. Well, he's going to have a whole series after this. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they were like, don't worry. It's set after 2012's Avengers. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> yeah, um, what a, what a confusing. And then character. it fucks everything. Yeah, um, yeah, it, uh, making everything blow up. But uh, and that's what's crazy too is like, so these are all parts of a whole. Then, you know what happened with Spider Man, what happened in What If, what happened in Loki. These are all things that lent to the breaking of the of the multiverse. Not one of not any one of them was the cause directly, you know, like. A, and that's the thing is that, like, in my mind, no way can one thing in one universe break, break the, the entire multiverse. Something had to happen multiversally in order for this to happen. And like our mind is thinking like, I mean, the Spider-Man spell, that's huge. That's all of Earth. But that's just Earth, you know, um, and like it's all these big things that are happening but like our i feel like our minds are just going to be just blown and whether that's whether that's ultron whether it's freaking the the illuminati whether you know who like i have zero clue what it's going towards um but i love that we get you know that that first um the first introduction to the multiverse with loki um was uh was super cool a really cool six episode series um we we theorized a whole lot about it um, and it, it was super fun whenever we did cover it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for season two. It was uh, so much fun on Loki's mm. losers, man. Like we, like the, the theorizing we could do there. Each was episode, just so... oh, it, it was this color. It's this stone. And we're like, no, we're done with the stones. They're paperweights now. But it's like, oh, and, you know, we went, oh, there's so much back and forth that we had. It, it was, oh yeah. And it that was, was it was a genuinely fun time, you know, like, uh, trying to, trying to crack the code on Loki and, you know, like during, while the show was going on, I did, I did quite enjoy it. You know, I did have my complaints and i did have my gripes but soundtrack uh, oh man natalia holt nailed that shit man that that fucking synthy bro i still listen to that shit uh it's fantastic but uh yeah that the visuals like i don't think an mcu show is has has been quite as visually distinctive i mean obviously wandavision had its uh had its visual innovations uh quite apparently you know mm. like it was more broad strokes obviously this is this is different than what you've seen before uh but this was just interestingly shot you know i think about like when they entered he who remains his palace and like they did that spinning camera where they were, they were coming down the hall and when you saw it like that's just an interesting choice to make they didn't have to do that there was no like mm. and I, I appreciate shit like that and uh yeah, Loki, I, I will say, I think Loki was the best-looking Marvel series we've gotten mm. so far. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean... And that's a huge credit to it. Dealing with infinite space and stuff like that. It's, I mean, there were... Talk about some wallpaper moments with that show. There, You could mm. take some freeze frames and... And, uh, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, I feel, yeah, Loki, uh, a very interesting character. Very, uh... We'll see where he... Where he uh, where it goes uh in the future but yeah that's where my 21 loki all right all right so on to my 20 this is where i have the silver surfer mm, thank uh, you i like thank you oh, i course. yeah did not have him uh i do not know much about him so thank you for giving him the spotlight <laughs> uh, i had to give him a top 25 spot man and uh if mm. if for no other reason Dan Slott's Silver Surfer run in the comics. There, I saw a tweet recently that was like, if you could recommend any, like what's your go-to recommendation for comics? It's that 
It's hmm. Dan Slott writing Silver Surfer. It's just such a uh, such a fun story because it, it it takes place after what you know as typical Silver Surfer's origin story. You know, being uh, the Herald of Galactus and having to have uh, left his planet, sacrificed himself to uh, to serve Galactus. You know, to for and mm. law, uh, and uh, you know, it's after this where he's found. Uh, a woman on earth named Don Greenwood who he like falls in love with. And it's sort of like a, it's a, it's a cosmically large love story about just hit this guy and this girl from earth. And I think it's really, it's like really, really cool and uh, really moving, really uh heartfelt. And uh, it humanizes the shit out of silver surfer. You mm. know, uh, we, we know him typically as this sort of robotic, uh, servant of galactus you know and uh, this goes beyond it to to give him some humanity to show us the norin rad and uh and silver surfer and uh yeah mm. uh, super super awesome dude and i hope it's more i think i hope that's more the direction we go with the mcu silver surfer is a uh is a, one that's more humanized eventually than we ever have gotten on screen um love me some silver surfer man yeah, I uh, don't know a whole lot about the character. I did start watching the uh, like the animated series of the old like uh, cartoon a while back ago. I I, I think I'll More point introductions and stuff. Yeah, I got uh, I didn't get too far uh, into it, but but man, it was I don't know, just such a cool uh, cool show and, and an interesting character because I I didn't really know. Um, the origin story of Silver Surfer before that. That was kind of my introduction right. to his origin story. I thought he was always that way. Um, I don't know. He was a human oh, and, yeah. or like, was you know, or, human. and uh, humanoid. And like, yeah. Um, and, and all that stuff happened to him. I, I had no idea. Um, but uh, mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, in the Doctor Strange trailer, I know a lot of people. I mean, there is this when they're in the Illuminati building. Um, Oh yeah, and there's this statue. Um, it's not Silver Surfer, um, but it is just a silver dude. Um, like, yeah, like uh, I don't know. It, it looks to me as if this is this is the kind of a clear Silver Surfer memorial mm. in some point or in some fashion. I don't know. That'd um, be pretty cool. Um, but uh, I mean, it's. You know, it is. This is the Illuminati's headquarters, or what I presume to be. Um, I would my money on that is an an homage to Iron Man made by Iron Man. Mm. <laughs> um, hmm. that's I'd fair. be willing to bet he built a statue honoring himself. Mm. But uh, I mean, I don't know. This is looking like some water or something, and like no, yeah, that does look like that does look Um, like some silver surfer. I don't know what the sword is necessarily, but this is multiversal, you know. So like, there's, I mean, there has to be different versions of silver surfer, I guess. Um, But I don't know. Like, uh, that was one moment that I was like, oh, okay, maybe. Hopefully, they're they're introducing him sometime soon, just like a a super cool character. Um, I I I want I want them to just drop in. Like after the Fantastic Four, or maybe even before the Fantastic Four is introduced, like allude to the fact that Galactus exists by showing a Silver Surfer. Mm. Like he's out there, you know. Silver Surfer already exists. There's a reason he's Silver Surfer. It's because Galactus made him that way. 
No um, way they retcon that, right? <laughs> like I, I can't imagine they do. And if they do, I'm going to be kind of annoyed. Because, hmm. uh, like, that's... I don't know how else you go about it. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of his character. Yeah, it's kind of the whole fucking thing. Uh, unless they're going to go with a whole new revamp. In which case, they'd have to nail it for me to really like. Hmm. And uh, I'm I'm usually not one for the comic, like, the complaints about comic accuracy. But, like, I just can't imagine what you might be doing with the silver surfer if it's not that Mm. um and if you if you do happen to change up the origin story make it a side character who seems like nobody for a while and then he just like something happens and he becomes a silver surfer and i'm like what the fuck like Mm. then okay yeah sure uh but if you're like yeah this other alien just happened to fall into a giant pit of liquid metal (laughs) became silver surfer Mm. i don't know Mm. okay um, definitely glad he made your list. Uh, he, he deserves to be up there. I just don't have enough of the character to, to talk about or, or to, to know really. But, uh, moving on, this is, oh, this is the top 20, I guess. This yeah, is, top uh, yeah, 20. 20. Uh, this is where Magneto lies for me. Um, okay. and, uh, I don't know. I, out of the X-Men, um, there's three people, um, out of the X-Men that, that I, that I really, really like, um, and he he pairs with someone uh someone here um thought it was only fitting uh, to put him there but uh but you know Magneto he's badass every all of his moments uh that he just he's so clean with it he's so like effortless with what he does you know whether he's picking up a stadium mm-hmm. whether he's just has three or you know two little metal balls that he turns into a platform right. to to make him hover a you know escape from prison or anything he does is just uh. I don't know, he's so clean um, and effortless. Um, and uh, th- my one of my favorite moments uh, of Magneto is wherever, um, you know, Char- it's him and Charles, and he's, like, he, uh, trying to move the satellite, the, sa- mm, the huge yes. satellite dish. And, uh, and he eventually does, like, that just, I don't know. At a like, point, uh, training him at a point where it wasn't effortless, where mm. it was like, this is what unlocks that. He's like, this is what, yeah. he's like, there's no direction. way I can do that. There's, that's so, like, no way I can do that. There, and he's like, no possible way. Um, like, no, no, just focus. Like, true emotion is what, is what, what gets him there, you know, and, and, you know, from, from that point on, he uses a different, different kind of emotion to, to get him there, maybe, uh, more rage filled or, or whatever, what have you. But I don't oh, know. Yeah, it always find the place between. Oh yeah, you know what a beautiful. Oh man, out of the X Men movies, I think it's. I mean, these are two. Um, Charles and him are are are, uh, are some of my favorites, and well, one of them is coming up a little later on the list about out of the X Men. But it's just he's he's pretty iconic there, and uh, yeah, yeah. kind of in a different league. But but these two, um, as I've watched the X Men. Um, are are one of are just two of my favorite people and I love their their dynamic that they share and everything. So uh but yeah. All right. Magneto cracking right. no, my top love twenty. That. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, I'll be talking about Magneto later. I'll be talking about mm. him later. Mm-hmm. Later on in this episode. But uh I like I like him there. I like him there. I like it whenever we've had a few of these now where the top twenty five characters, you know, there's gonna be some similarities in terms of overlap. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't I, I don't know how many will be in the same spot. You know, it's interesting to see how big of a difference there is within our top twenty five for characters. Coming up, you've mentioned seven characters that are still yet to be named on mine so far. Oh. Um, you've mentioned one, two, three, four, 
five, six, six, I think, that are still yet to come. Here we go. Yeah, very – oh, yeah. I think very similar but just in a different order, it feels like, yeah. for, for yeah. most of these coming up most likely. but Almost mm. certainly. Almost certainly. But with that, I'll go on to my 19. And this is where I have – Tony Stark Iron Man. Um, obviously, love the guy. You know, he's a uh, he's a legend. He sacrificed himself for the galaxy. For mm-hmm. that, I will be eternally grateful. Um, but you know, I, I, I it took me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really love I didn't really love Tony Stark as a character until Endgame. You know, I thought uh it's sim- similar in the way I feel about Dr. Strange, you know, like, uh, I thought, I thought he was cool. Thought his on-screen performances were dope. Thought Robert Downey Jr. is a fantastic casting thought like well-performed. The action mm. sequences are awesome, but there's nothing there yet that I'm like, yeah, I love this guy. Mm. And it wasn't until he had Morgan and he had, he had something to fight for that. I felt he truly had something to fight for that. I really loved him. Mm. And, uh, and, uh, I'm still there with Dr. Strange where I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing, there's nothing that I feel like there's something that's like, yeah, that about you makes me love you. And it was his, it was his paternal instinct uh, for me that, that eventually got me on Tony Stark, you know, and he had to develop to that point. And I I appreciate the development. And at the end, having all his character in consideration, a fantastic arc, you know, I really, really love it. And uh, he had to break the top 20. There was no doubt about that. Um, but yeah, that, that marks the third of the original Avengers for me. I think Mm. I've had, uh, I've had Clint Barton, I've had Hulk, and now I've had Tony Stark. Um, so much to look forward to, much to look forward to three left, you know, three down three to go. I think, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I love me some Iron Man. I was always team Iron Man, uh, you know, from, from pretty early on. Uh, he was one I did latch onto uh, pretty early. I, you know, I guess there's t- kind of two camps of Marvel people or Marvel fans in the earlier stages. You know, you were either Team Cap or Team Iron Man. It felt like, and uh, Civil War really, mm. really divided the, that group very, you know, very well there. Um, yeah, very, very purposely. But, uh, but yeah, Iron Man. He will be uh, coming up later on mine. Uh, but I definitely see see where you're coming from. He's he's an arrogant asshole. You know, and there's not many redeeming qualities about him until he does. Hey, he that. made some leaps within those films, though, you know. Mm. Uh, something fell behind <laughs> me. It's kind of freaky. It's being played while uh, the scene from uh, the Batman's The First Killing with the Riddler is playing on, on my stereo right now. Mayor That's Ducting, creepy. and that happened. So I was like, That's All creepy. Right. Um, <laughs> so if you see anything pop up behind me, just let me know beforehand. Uh, gotcha. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. no yeah you know i uh he did see some incredible development over the course of those films and they they were developments that i couldn't come to appreciate really until i was an older viewer you mm. know like uh where i truly had opinions about the things that were happening like in 2008 when i'm watching iron man decide he doesn't want to be a part of the military industrial complex and he doesn't want to lend to the destruction that that's not resonating with me when I'm that age, mm, you know, I'm, it's true. like, Oh cool. He became Iron Man. Like that's mm. dope. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, when I get older, I'm like, ah, you know what? 
that was really cool. Like that's a really cool development on his part uh, hmm. as, as far as his character is concerned. And uh, you know, uh, the, the way he goes about it thereafter, I don't know if it, I would exactly uh, enjoy that if he was a real life person. Um, but in a fictional character, I can get behind it. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I'll save, uh, save some Iron Man talk uh, for whenever he pops up a little later, but, uh, my 19, another kind of arrogant, another little narcissistic kind of, uh, pick here. This is where Charles Xavier, professor X lies. Uh, I felt it was only fitting to put him there with Magneto. Um, because that's why I like these characters so much, uh, is, is their, their, uh, their interactions. But the reason or Charles is above Magneto is I think he has a little more to his character and, you know, a lot more focus, you know, he's, he's, you know, the, the one who starts it all, he's, you know, um, starts the school, uh, and everything. It's kind of a, a lot centered around him. And even though he has his, his arrogant moments and, uh, he's very self-centered and likes, likes his ego, um, and stuff like that. He, uh, I think it's, it's more of, you know, the concept of this character, um, another brainiac, you know, I like, I like any, any type of intelligence or brainiac characters. I, uh, I love, and, uh, and I don't know. Uh, Cerebro, uh, he just has a lot of just super cool things surrounding him, and he's always so wise and um, and stuff like that. And uh, he, he brings out kind of the best in uh, in the mutants. And and uh, oh, certainly, I think uh, Professor X is a fantastic character. You know, mm-hmm. he's such a uh, he's well meaning. You know, no matter mm-hmm. no matter how much of an asshole he can be and how selfish he can be it's typically at a place that's motivated by trying to do the best thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's admirable in and of itself, you know, like, uh, whether it truly is the best thing for everyone who knows, but at least, at least he thinks he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, mm-hmm. typically it's more on the side of good than bad. So that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's an admirable, he's an admirable character. And, uh, I mean, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. As as Professor X, fantastic James McAvoy, fucking. We should tell awesome. him the truth. You know, we should tell him the truth. Hearing his voice was uh was nice. Uh, you know, that's cool. You know, he's coming. That that's that's for sure. We're getting. Oh yeah, and now they've done inter- like he's done interviews since. Where like he wasn't gonna do the. No, not in it. Mm. He was like, I just couldn't believe they. Could tell it was me off my shoulder, <laughs> my voice. That was pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so like it's it's definitely him. He's definitely in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one we need to pick away at now is James McAvoy. Are you in it? Are you in it? Are you in it? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm. But uh, nah, I uh, I really do love me some Professor X, and uh, you know, introducing Professor Professor X obviously gives me hope for the introduction of Magneto potentially sooner than later, which. Would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Professor X at year 19, is that what that was? Yep. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, oh, yeah. alrighty. My 18, you know, coming off of Tony Stark, it felt right only to have Steve Rogers, Captain America. Um, Not, uh, you know, I, I when it got down to it, I, lo- I loved me some Steve Rogers, you know, and uh, if, if I had to pick between Iron Man and Cap back in the day when I was younger, I was I was definitely team team Cap back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. was, uh, I like the dude who was 
beating the shit out of and killing Nazis, you know, like that's, that's easy to get behind. Uh, mm. it's, that's really easy to get behind. And, uh, you know, and then he continued fighting Nazis pretty much the rest of the rest of the time, you know, with winter soldier. And then, uh, it wasn't until civil war that I was like, Hmm, I don't know, cap, you might be, uh, you might be fucking up. I appreciate mm. freedom and all, but, uh, <laughs> I don't mm. know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously that, that opinion of mine's been refined over the last few years. Not really, uh, not really at the time when I was 16 was I considering the actual real world implications of <laughs> such things. But, uh, 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 but yeah, uh, I, Chris Evans as Steve Rogers has been fucking awesome. I loved, I loved that, uh, loved him in that role. Uh, he had some great moments, you know, I mean, and I can't think of a, like, I know I was excited to see Toby and Andrew. You know, I know I was excited to see Toby Andrew, but I thought I would, you know, like I thought I would see that. Mm -hmm. Never did I think I would see him wield Mjolnir and throw it at the back of Thanos and come back, catch like, dude, the first time I saw that, that was Mm. one of the most exciting moments I've ever seen in my life. When I was, when I was, I think 19, like I was like, oh my God, man. That was, I mean, that's, I mean, you have Iron Man and, and Cap's moments there. And in that movie, mm-hmm. you have the snap and you have him wheeled Mjolnir and just kicking the shit out of Thanos. You know, he's, uh, you know, you get, you have that, that tease. Mm. You have that tease in, uh, in Age of Ultron where he gets Mjolnir to budge a little bit and Thor's face, you know, he's like, oh. And then at the very end, he's like, I knew it, you know, right before he gets kicked, and kicked down and, and knocked no, out. And I love that, you know, because like it, it, that was another moment that showed like Thor's development too, mm. because like uh, in Ultron, he would have been like jealous mm-hmm. and like kind of pissed, mm-hmm. like, fuck, yeah. you're kidding me. And then in this moment, it's like, oh, he's I, happy I'm for so him. proud of mm. you, man. Mm. That that makes so much sense, of course. Like, <laughs> I, I think that was so cool. I I knew it because mm. it's not just a, it's not just I knew you could lift Mjolnir. It was I knew you were worthy. Mm. Like I knew you were oh, worthy of doing that. Oh yeah, you know, like that's such a cool, like, like that's such a great sentiment coming from Thor, and uh, I, I absolutely love that. And uh, you know, if there was up to this point any character in the in the movies who probably was worthy. It was, it was Tony. It was, I mean, not Tony Stark. It was, it was Steve Rogers. It oh, was yeah. Steve Rogers. Oh um, yeah. We only have a, a one gap difference here. I figured, um, I figured, I figured that one wasn't too much yeah, of a difference. Very not far off, but uh, it only felt fitting uh, to put Bucky here. So that's kind of mm. cool that we have Bucky and Cap in, in the same slot here. Um, so Bucky is, he's my 18. Um, Makes sense. And uh, yeah, definitely the Falcon and Winter Soldier is, is what, uh, what elevated him um that show um it still is my favorite out of out of the three sh- er, excluding what if um out of the three live action shows um it's my favorite um and i that's kind of a hot take for some people um i think wandavision is is kind of, or maybe loki is the crowd favorite just because of how big it was i think wandavision is the true favorite um, I think I think the people who love WandaVision love WandaVision more than the other shows are loved. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if that's measurable, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that's uh, I think that's fair. But there's there's a certain realness to uh, to the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, it was more real world. Um, and and Bucky, you know that that moment in Wakanda where he doesn't break. 
Um, I, I mean, I, I bawled my eyes out. Um, just strengthened oh, Bucky's, Bucky's character so much. Like, how much Bucky has carried the MCU before, um, and not, not realizing it really until until this show is, is kind of kind of sad. But I, I'm glad he's uh, put up on a, on a pedestal now, and he's he's seen as as, a, as such a a crucial essential and, character. Oh yeah, huge you know? character. Um, and and uh, wherever wherever he goes, I'm uh, I'm interested. You know, he's a hundred however years old. You know, just such a just such a cool. You character. ever read The Hobbit? <laughs> yeah, I read it when it came out. <laughs> Oh yeah, forget your your you know you're you're an old ass dude. Yeah, uh, I read it at the, the end o- of the 1930s. The only uh, other old ass dude, you know, his friend, he got to live out his life, and he we saw him old at the end. You know, we we man, we see his brutal. age, but but Bucky, nah, we uh, he's still just Bucky. He's still he was truly alone until he found Sam. You know, like he he needed he needed his Sam. You know, he needed his he needed a replacement for his old Stevie boy. He needed a new cap. And, uh, you know, Sam needed a replacement for old Stevie boy, so it only made sense that they came together. Mm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, That's all a, right, all right, cool. So that 18. was your eighteen. Mm-hmm. All right, my seventeen. This is one that you have said, and now I will as well. This is where I have Gamora. Mm. Uh, love me some Gamora. I think there's a I there's more to admire there than there is about more most characters. Mm. Uh she uh the adversity she had to overcome to become the character we meet, the character we come to love uh is pretty astounding, you know. Her dad was Thanos. Um that's about as hard as it gets as a young child, Dang. I'd imagine. Talk um, about some daddy issues. Um, there, she, she's got yeah, that's Man. that's not a dad that i would uh i would prefer um now yeah the only person who might have one of the only people who might have it worse than her is peter quill mm. with ego um it was interesting how thanos kind of took a liking to her right away you know he's he's on this planet where he's oh yeah like he picked everyone. her picked her up from that planet it was like mm. yeah like and you know it's kind of a that makes me go it was probably a tactically motivated decision to pick up pick up a young a young child who could become a soldier to do his bidding. I mm. think is kind of the motivation there. Um, I guess you know how bad of a guy Thanos is. He he did love her. You know, I mean, he we, did love her. You know, um, uh, he says was, he did anyway, yeah. and he he at least felt it. Mm. And the Soul Stone granted it true. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, Gamora, man, she uh, she was such a cool, such a cool character, and I look forward to anything we can get in the future with her. Zoe Saldana is fucking awesome mm. as Gamora. Um, another another actress who was in the Adam Project alongside Ryan Reynolds, but uh, mm. yeah, she she's awesome. Uh, just cannot wait for any more Gamora we can get, and truly the best member of the Guardians. Uh, there's no doubt for me. No doubt there. Um. Oh yeah, glad uh glad she's up there for both of us. Uh, it's only only fitting that uh that she's up here. But uh my seventeen, I already kind of kind of went into it. Uh, but this is where Steve Rogers, uh, where Captain, well, not Captain America any longer, but uh Steve Rogers. This is where uh where he where he lies for me with Bucky. Um, mm-hmm. another one of these the, the duo duos that I had. Um and. And uh, he, he's grown. He's he's grown on me. I used to, for some reason, like I didn't like Cap just because of how much I liked Iron Man. Um, and I just, I, 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 he seemed like an enemy, you know, to me at, at one point. But uh, since I've grown, 
and uh, rewatched the Captain America movies. Realized how you know the Winter Soldier, especially that that that's that's a movie right there that I uh, that I very much underappreciated. Um, but uh, my favorite Steve moment, uh, far and away, uh, has to be uh, after he returns the stones and he uh, he just mm-hmm. lives. He uh, he decides to live some of that life. Uh, you want to tell me about it? No, no, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Yeah, he uh, and that song, um, it's been a long time. Uh, I just when they're dancing together, you know, you just uh hear the trumpets going, you know, and it's mm. you know what, like surface level, it's it's kind of you know, I, I people were like it was selfish of him to do that, but like. Dude's gone through so much. He earned it. He, I'd like, say. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he earned it. And all um, didn't live at all. You know, they they wanted that one dance from the first Captain America movie before he went and down under the ice, and they they uh, they finally got it. Um, they were destined to be together, and it's it's shown in What If that they're you know no matter what happens, you know they they're destined to be together, whether whoever gets the super serum. Um, mm. And uh, I don't know, Steve. He's. He's grown a lot on me. Um, don't know why I disliked him so much. It's just probably because of the Iron Man. Uh, it's just civil. Ah, uh, yeah. But, no, uh, there's the there's there's this uh, contention, you know, <laughs> especially uh, amongst most most fans who who grew up with grew up in the with the MCU. That's like, oh, you had to like one or the other. Mm. You know, you had to. Mm-hmm. And then come Endgame, we were all old enough to go, yeah, okay, I kind of fuck with them both. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Um, Hell yeah! So that made Steve Rogers your seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. With that onto my sixteen, this is where I have Thor, God mm-hmm. of Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, love me some Thor. You know, I think uh, I think he's an awesome character. And when I was younger, I would have told you like, you team Iron Man? No. You team Cap? No. I was team Thor, bro. I loved the Thor movies more than any of them from a very from a very early age, and. uh I think I think that makes sense, uh, you know, given the uh, the the subject matter at hand for the other for the other two. Like it's like, oh yeah, I'll, I could get more into the fantasy uh, out mm. there as guardian shit, you know, mi- mm-hmm. mythology sort of feel. And uh, you know, obviously he gets sent down to Earth there, and uh, and, and Thor and uh, loved me some Natalie Portman, loved all that. So, I mean, I, I was on Thor from an early from an early age, you know. I wanted to. Uh, wanted to swing the hammer i wanted that you know that was i didn't want the shield i didn't want the repulsor lifts i wanted mjolnir I wanted mm-hmm. the hammer and uh underrated th- therefore thor was definitely my favorite of that trio you know like whenever they show mm-hmm. that shot of them at the uh when they're facing off with thanos and endgame i was like yeah yeah those are the guys and i like that the the mcu had the wherewithal to also go yeah we've done a disservice to hulk and therefore he doesn't belong in this shot you know, like uh, it would have been kind of forced to put yeah, him there. Yeah, it would like, it would have felt a little weird. Um, and Hawkeye, you know, like they were they, they had the wherewithal <laughs> to not include either of them. Um, I always forget about poor Hawkeye, poor Clint. Um, he's coming around though. Um, yeah, he came around. Yeah, I hope he's done though. True. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> just, just be at home with your wife, man. Just just stay yeah, there. Just stay with your family. Stay there. Um, stay happy, man. Just stay out of it. You you you. You kind of earned it now, I guess. Hmm. Um, 
True. But yeah, I uh, <laughs> I love me some Thor, hmm. and I cannot wait for Love and Thunder. Can't wait for Volume Three of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I I only expect great things from Thor herein. Hmm. You know, I think uh, Chris Hemsworth is a fucking awesome cast in that choice. Um, another, another. <laughs> um. Yeah, that he, parallel between him and Loki in the series, that's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Thor, he's always been one that's uh, I've been happy with, and uh, I, I only expect more happiness from Thor. Mm-hmm. It'll be coming up a little later. Um, didn't quite crack my top ten, but he, he's almost there. Um, so he's coming up in a little. But uh, my 16, this is where I have Miles Morales. Um, and one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Um, Certainly amongst them. It's, uh, you know, with some recent editions, it's gotten hard. It's getting difficult. But, uh, but this one was kind of the first um, that really solidified as like, after I watched, I'm like, holy shit. How did I not watch this earlier? Um, right. And wow, I'm going to watch this 800 more times. Um, it's just yeah, such a the fun. Spider-Verse is so fucking good. Mm. I mean, into the Spider Verse walk so that No Way Home could fly. You know, we uh, it, it's they're very similar movies, very very similar. But Into the Spider Verse is, in my opinion, more fun. You know, you take Toby and Andrew I, out of No Way Home. You know, I think a little bit of the hype. You know, I don't know. I think no, I'm not trying to discredit No Way Home in any way. Um, it was amazing, and I I, I love that movie to death still. But I'm thinking rewatchability. I think I'm going to go back to the Spider-Verse more than the No Way Home. Um, I think I will too. You know, I, I, I've i had the chance now that I own it digitally and stuff with No Way Home, and I've watched it a couple times since then. Hmm. Uh, but Spider-Verse is always... I, that's, that's one that's stayed in the rotation for years now. And uh, No Way Home will too. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's this certain... Uh, it's a It's a better story. Like it's it's a genuinely better, I mean it's a better movie. Mm. Uh, I I don't think there's any question about it. Now, in terms of excitement and uh, you know satisfaction, as far as you know seeing Tom Holland and seeing Tobey Maguire and seeing uh, Andrew Garfield all on screen together, yeah, that will never get that old. was yeah that 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 will never get old. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's the thing for me. I can watch the entirety of Into the Spider Verse and be gripped from the first scene to the last scene. Rewatching No Way Home, I come to the realization after I've seen it in theaters a couple times and I'm watching it at home, I like the second half of the movie. Mm. Uh, it gets it gets really good when, you know, Gobby reveals himself. And I say it's it's as soon as that dolly, dolly cam shot happens, when he first gets his spider sense mm. uh, for Green Goblin being bad. Mm. That's the beginning of when the movie gets good, like mm. purely good. Um. Hmm. Oh yeah. Hey, boy, is it good after that point? That's uh, that's a really good because that's right after that May dies, and then right after that Andrew and Toby are introduced. Right after that, they go and see Tom. Right after that, they're figuring out how to fix everything. Really right after that, rolling. they fix everything. <laughs> it's 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 all gas from there on out. Like it's uh, they had to do a lot of setup mm. in that first half of the movie, you know, and uh, to warrant the back half, which I understand. But into the Spider Verse. It gets you the whole time. You're mm. there the entire time. Mm. And I can't wait uh, to see uh, the live action 
Miles Morales, you know, we got a little hint uh, with uh, Jamie Foxx saying, you know, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere, right? You know, we got that little hint there uh, with with Donald Glover, you know, being the possible. I I love to see him as the prowler. Well, I guess would that age work out? I guess I guess he could still be an uncle, a young uncle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, He could he could certainly be an uncle, you know, Uh, especially if they go the young route with Miles Morales. Like he could be an uncle to a 16 year old kid. He's just a younger brother mm -hmm. to to the Mm. to the father, you know, to Jeffrey. But, uh, Mm. you know, I mean, we see in Homecoming, you know, like he's listing off these things. He's got he's like, hey, bro, I can hit you with these advanced this, 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 these anti-grav climbers and the. And up to that point, Donald Glover had been like, nah, 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 man. And then he said, anti-grav climbers, hold up. And then like, it was like, oh, prowler much? Mm. <laughs> uh, I'd like, I'd like to see that, you know, and, uh, I, I, I think we, I think we will one day. I think, uh, I don't think childish, I don't think Donald Glover sits out being a part of the Marvel, Marvel universe mm. when he, when he has the opportunity, you know, and, uh, but, more quickly pressed i'm excited for across the spider-verse mm. uh, the, the sequel to end of the spider-verse with miles morales that'll be a that'll be so fucking good Mm-mm. oh yeah yeah miles uh i mean a spider-man character i mean he spider-man will he'll come much much later um but it, it this is kind of a better spider-man story um the story is what really is is what does it for for me with miles and it's just like I cry every time. I laugh every time. I have the most fun while watching that movie. Oh, man, um, it's so good. It is so fucking good. Sweet sixteen felt uh felt right. Uh, put hey, all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. So now we enter the top fifteen. Yes, we do. And to kick off my top fifteen, I went to the DC realm mm. uh, with Harley Quinn. Okay, mm. uh, love me some Harley Quinn. Uh, she's uh she's an awesome character and. Uh, She's only gotten more awesome in recent years. You know, I love Margot Robbie. Uh, but, you know, the thing that, like, I've mentioned it a couple times throughout this this series now, the Harley Quinn animated series is what is, like, the content for Harley Quinn that I've latched on to. Like, mm. I fucking love that show, and I cannot recommend it enough as far as superhero comedy is concerned. Uh, it is so fucking funny, so fucking good. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory is the voice of Harley Quinn in that. Oh. Um, and she does a really good job. Uh, but, you know, going back to the Batman animated series, you know, that's a uh, I grew up with the Batman animated series. And that's where that character is original to. Mm. And uh, I really, really enjoy the appearances there. You know, I, I appreciate more what the character has become now. But the 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 classic elements of the character have only lended to that story. You know, they incorporated it being like a. Uh, she was that once, but she's she's blossomed and moved on from that stage, mm. and I uh, I really like that, you know. Uh, instead of just being like ah, fully erase that, mm-hmm. like that never happened. It's like now nah, she overcame that. Mm. I think that's cool. That is weird. Uh, that is and the cool. Harley Quinn animated series really plays on that, uh, and they do a really good job with it. That is nice. Yeah, because um, because in the of what I know of Harley Quinn, um, I know her from the Arkham games, and she you know she's yeah. basically just. Uh, yeah. B-Man, B-Man, Mr. J, um, all, you know, all that, um, it's, I mean, you hear her voice, you see her with her, whether it's a sledgehammer or a bat or, you know, whatever she had, you know, it's, you know, it's Harley Quinn, like that red, mm. the black, uh, the white face paint, if, uh, 
if need be. Oh yeah, the, and like um, that's why I love the Harley Quinn animated series is that they like there's a purposeful like evolution. She starts the first episode as that old Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. ride or die for Joker, and as the episode goes on, she realizes Joker's treating her like shit, etc. And she she gets an outfit change amidst a fight. Her hammer breaks. She finds a baseball bat, and it's like yeah, this is my shit now, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I I really like that. I thought that was a fun an obvious way to put it, you know, and, uh, hmm. you know, the, a lot of DC characters needed evolving like that. And, uh, and Harley Quinn was one of them. And, uh, she's, I mean, I love birds of prey. I love the suicide squad. I can only look forward to any more Margot Robbie. That javelin moment, um, where the flower, she's just wrecking people and you just see flower like that. What a visually cool scene. Like, uh, what a fantastic. Oh. And we're coming outside the building with them trying to break her out. And her being like, what are you guys doing? Like, cause she already got out. Like, uh, they, she didn't need any of their help. She'd already <laughs> made it out. And they're like, wait, what the fuck? Mm. Yep. She's a badass. Mm. Um, but yeah, Harley Quinn, she rocks and she had to be in my top 15. That's awesome. Starting out with my top 15 is a menace, a menace in, uh, in, and a childhood, um, villain that, uh, that I, I latched onto. And that's the Green Goblin. <laughs> And, uh, and I, uh, trick ARs, you know, Parker. what? villains are, are interesting for me. I think I can appreciate villains a little more. I like how they're crafted and, uh, and he, uh, you know, he's only in one movie, you know, but he carries on throughout the rest of the trilogy with Harry. Um, and like, you know, the, the psychotic part of, you know, him, him speaking to Harry and telling him to do all these things, but, you know, hit him, uh, William Dafoe or, uh, you know, Defoe, <laughs> William uh, as he pronounced his own name wrong uh, in high school, whatever. But uh, I that that suit um, that he had oh. in in the first movie is just iconic. I uh, and hit that glider, him every moment that he has. You know, he he's he's a menace, man. He he Your just morality. It's choking you. Mm. Can you feel it, dude? Like that. I will say I loved Willem Dafoe and Spider-Man, you know, like that's, that's obviously one that I grew up with 2002, but man, his performance in no way home made him one of the best MCU villains, you know, not just, not just one of the best Marvel villains, but amongst the MCU, he's towards the top now, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like he was truly broken and, uh, he and he steered some like I love that he wore the mask a lot less, so you got to see Willem Dafoe act a lot mm. more. Uh, instead yeah, that, of the mask, initially, acting. like when he broke the mask, I was like, Whoa, like, excuse me, you know, I was like, No, that's that's what, but then, like, further on in the movie, seeing what his character turned into and everything, <laughs> like, oh, no, got gotta love, love the fact they got rid of the mask. Um, Oh, I just love seeing his face while he's while he's performing, dude, because he was fan like and it's that that line that I mentioned when he's holding when he's holding Peter Parker down after he's thrown him through five floors and he's choking him. He's like, Your morality, it's choking you. Mm. Can you feel it? And he's got like a huge smile on his face. Like I'm like, that is some of the most green goblin shit he's ever done. Killing it, man, being like You'll thank me later, basically, for for killing you know, like uh he's like You'll thank me later. Yeah, like, cause he knows from his Spidey, from Toby, he knows that that's what, you know, what did his, like, that, that was everything. So he's like, well, sorry, sorry it has to happen, but I'm going to do it to you. Um, dude's just an absolute menace. And he's just and, evil. Uh, just, like, yeah, he just, just wants to hurt Spider-Man. Just purely evil. You know, that, that's it. Uh, and that, that's, that's a superhero as it gets, you know, it's, uh, 
don't know. It's just comic book. I love, he is oh yeah, the there you go. Least. Yeah, um, not superhero. Yeah, not not much of a hero um, at all. No, very much yeah. so, as super villainy as it gets. <laughs> but uh, uh, ah, gotta love. I love me some Green Goblin, and uh, only felt right that that he cracks my top fifteen. Kind man, of yeah, he, I think I might have. And I, I feel right about mine too, mm. but man, it sucks that there are so many characters I like that he had to go in somewhere in the thirties, mm. but like, mm-hmm. uh, man, I loved me some green goblin, man. And it's interesting hearing you, hearing you throw out green goblin here. Cause it gives me a little bit of a, a little bit of an idea of who you might have coming next or soon, but, uh, uh, I do group people. I think together we had, right I think up. we had them flipped. I think I had, I think I had, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my 14, this is where I have Poison Ivy, mm. Pamela Isley, uh, from from the of the Batman fame. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy—that's that's a cool little yes. duo there. Yeah, mm. had to, had to. You know, uh, they're they're actually now probably besides a certain Marvel couple that is yet to be named, uh, mm. is probably my favorite comic book romantic pairing: Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Uh, they are really fucking awesome together, and uh, their their friendship blossoming into into something of a romance uh, is really cool. And you know, uh, Poison Ivy, another character that desperately needed modernization, uh, you know, because like how much uh, how much of a villain it is is this? You know, I mean, uh, she's obviously doing some villain shit, but reframing it as a you know environmental mm. uh, and and. It, an environmental activist who's taken it just a taken it a bit far, you know. She she's featured in the animated series like killing heads of oil companies, like melting them with melting them with acid and mm. stuff. Like uh, <laughs> people who are destroying the environment, she goes after because, hey, you're killing the planet, and I need you to stop doing that, mm. you know. And uh, there's something there with Harley Quinn having treated her in Arkham and her being the only one she's ever been able to relate to and only one who's ever understood her and been able to talk to her through it. And like, uh, you know, them, them, they, they just really, uh, they're a great pairing and I had to have mm. them one after the other here. Uh, but I, ha- I hold poison Ivy in some pretty high esteem. You know, mm. I, I, lo- I love me some poison Ivy and, uh, you know, going back to Uma Thurman and Batman and Robin thinking about the Batman animated series, thinking about, uh, Arkham again, super awesome Poison Ivy adaptation in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that Harley Quinn animated series is what uh, is what I'm hoping they kind of go for in the future with Poison Ivy in terms of what they want the general perception of the character to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm okay sense. with a little darker, a little mm-hmm. bit more something there with like uh, uh, the Batman adaptation. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I get behind. I like character. the anti-hero vein for her instead yeah. of the super villain. I can get behind trying to save the earth. You know, whether she does it in the right or wrong way, I can. Uh, I can get behind that a little bit. Right. And uh, fitting now, you know, if it comes out in 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 live action, you know, it's a very prominent problem that we're still facing. So it would be nice to to have it in in some future live action. Um, with with this Batman, I. I I'm uh, I'm super excited for the future of uh, man with of modern Batman. effects and stuff. I just feel like we can nail a poison ivy these days, mm. you know. Hmm. No, I was gonna say any character that could turn into her, but no, we haven't been introduced to it really think we've much got one yet, yet. No, I was gonna say. Um. Anyway, uh, fourteen uh, paired with with Green Goblin here. Uh, only felt right to put Doc Ock. Uh. 
put Doc Ock right here. He's uh, out of out of the Spidey villains. Um, Doc Ock. He was he was the one I latched on to. Um, I don't know whether I watched Spider Man one or two more, but if I had to guess, I'd say Spider Man two might edge it out a little bit. Um, and it's it's the power of the sun in the palm of my hands. It's it's that whole. The science, the brain, I guess, you know, Green Goblin's kind of, he has some science behind him, but he's not the main science. He's just the CEO of the company. Um, yeah, but yeah. Doc Aki, you know, or he's truly the, the scientist behind everything. He's crafting this machine for the betterment of humanity, but just that little chip, you know, that makes his brain go crazy. Um, <laughs> that when it gets smashed and it takes control over him and, uh, another menace, you know, he, he, he uh, he, the moment of realization where he's like, I know what I need to do. I need to go get Aunt May. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's the only way this is going to work. You know, he, like he just, he's so quick with it and, you know, how it takes over his mind and, and his sacrifice Man. at the end. Um, whenever he realizes all the wrongdoings and, and uh, things that, that it's, that he's done and he sinks, you know, his, his reactor. Um, but the, him in no way home though um, was really cool. Um, him seeing, you know, like the replicator and it, like him being against it. And he's like, no, no, like maybe we don't want this. But then you see him like wake up for the first time. Well, these as, humiliations never cease. You see him wake up for the first time as, you know, Octavius the again. They're gone. And it was like, it was just so satisfying to see, um, you know, not a real bookend of his character if they ever decide to revisit him. But I, I feel like if they never revisit him again, they, they, they capped him off very, very well. Good way to um, cap it off with Alfred Molina's Doc oh, yeah. Ock, I'd say, you um, know, him being redeemed and uh, coming back to the light, you know, now he, now he truly has the tools that he'd always, uh, he'd always longed for, you know, like what's, uh, what's his, what's, what do his studies lead to now, now that he has achieved his goal? Mm. Um, maybe not the power of the sun in the palm of his hand, but now, now he's gone to that reality. He's seen the, uh, He's seen the uh, arc reactors, you know, he's seen, he's seen all that. Maybe, maybe there's something to him developing it in their reality and so on and so forth. But, uh, it could be very interesting with Doc mm-hmm. Ock. But, oh yeah, 14, uh, for me, Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. With that, we're on to lucky number 13. This is where I have Sam Wilson, Captain America. Uh, I had to, had to have him pretty high. And I, I just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't elevate him any higher than this. Uh, this is where, this is where he belonged, you know, and uh, love me some Sam Wilson, man. You mm. know, uh, especially coming off the Falcon, the Winter Soldier. There are a few characters and few arcs and fewer conclusions as of now mm. that make me happier than Sam Wilson's. Uh, he's, uh, you know, that, that is Captain America. You know, I think he, uh, I think he's going to fulfill it every bit as good as Steve Rogers ever did. Mm. Potentially better. A flying Anthony Captain Mackie America. Super fucking cool. And, uh, you know, yeah, the wings, the suit. Fuck, man. Him it coming through that awesome. window, you know, seeing that mo, oh, that last episode. Not many people talk about it. You know, we have the Loki and, and WandaVision finales lining up with the Nexus events, whatever. Um, and whether the Falcon Winter Soldier lines up, whatever it lines up with him talking to the world for the first time as Captain America, you know, that the world has seen the first black Captain America. And I, I feel like that's just another beautiful Nexus moment um, that, that, that had to happen. Um, and oh, I am, I am so excited to see 
uh, new cap and and where where he goes because um, that that ending was was one of one of the uh, my favorite ending of any of the TV shows. Oh, me um, too, no doubt. I think one of the best yeah. finale oh, for yeah. like zero doubts. WandaVision's the the second closest one. I think Loki. We were a little disappointed. Uh, just because we didn't know that season two was coming, we thought a lot more answers or a lot more questions were going to be answered, um, stuff like that. But uh, but this this ending was satisfying. It felt really good, um, and it was badass. You know, he he's cat. He is Captain America now, and there's there's no question yeah. about it. Um, what about you, Senator? You got to do better. You know, like I love that monologue and uh, you know what he did for Isaiah Bradley presenting uh, you know getting oh. that installation put into the uh, the Captain America exhibit taking him there fucking awesome yeah he took him oh, there man, that was so oh, cool. man what um, god that show is so good oh i love me some sam wilson man so he had to be, he had to be up here he had to be up man here. i just realized i could you know i had a lot of duos and stuff but i i grouped people together and it would have just been fitting for one trio to be bucky steve and the same man i don't know i don't know how i didn't think about that um but i think it, it's uh it's the recency thing and i'm not hypocritical of a lot to being up there but uh i think he sam is definitely going to be a character who who uh climbs super super high in the list uh with the i mean he is the new captain america so he, he's gonna be gonna be a, a part of the mcu for for hopefully a long where was time. he on your list um he was 30 34 gotcha. um, 34 okay, okay, cool. uh he's definitely going to rise though and it already uh feels feels too low um and maybe maybe he uh he switches out with miles morales there to, to fit fit the trio but i don't know maybe Miles that's kind of low for miles uh, nah, to go yeah, all the way gotta, down there so he's got to commit now so but, uh, uh, but yeah that's very I, i'm glad he he's up there because he, he deserves it. i had to be for Definitely me you know it. i just absolutely loved him after the falcon and winter soldier and i only look forward to whatever the fuck else we're going to be getting with him mm. all right my uh, lucky number 13 i think he's pretty high up for you and it's just i don't have enough of the character to, to really put him above any others but this is where where clark kent this is where superman is for me um and really Dude. the only the only superman i have is is henry cavill's with uh you know with the justice league or man of steel um stuff like that and uh of what i've gotten what i've seen of him um has been amazing and i, I don't know i think i think those movies are a little underrated uh I, they're seen as you know a little cheesier or whatever but like you know, and and they kind of are. You know that that's what superhero movies are, whatever. But but man, and man it's of, kind of what Superman has to yeah. be. You know, there has to be a heart to Superman. He is super. He's just the most OP superhero kind of that there is. You know, there's only one thing in the universe that can kill him, and he has just every power that you could ever pretty much want. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and and uh, you want all those moments. You want you want the moments where where he's he's just cheesy or or whatever. But uh. But I'm I'm excited to to deep dive in, into Superman more uh, in DC get in get into there, um, but uh, I don't know I'm uh, I feel like he, he's probably a, a little higher up for you um, than just a than here. Bit. But uh, just, a li just a little yeah. bit, um, be a little you know bit. this this is kind of I would say like a top three and like he should you know with I think it's pretty obvious that that Batman and Spider-Man are, are going to be up there. Um, but Superman kind of fits in, fits in with, with that group. Um, and I just don't, I just don't have enough of him personally for me yet. Um, gotcha. but, uh, I'm excited to watch Superman and Lewis. Uh, that, that's a show that's on my list to watch. 
uh, for sure. Um, oh yeah. And, and it's really fascinating. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll find it whenever you're watching Superman and Lois too. I imagine the most, the best stuff in that show. It's not, it's not him facing off with the super powered villain. It is absolutely the family drama hmm. aspect of that show, which is just like, that's what makes him relatable. Hmm. You know, it's like, uh, he's got to have that. He's got to have his personal conflicts in relationships and uh in raising his kids that's what becomes human about him mm. you know and uh and disappointing his parents or trying to make his parents proud like that's that's mm. what makes him that's what makes him cool and uh yeah i'm i'm looking forward to uh looking forward to when i get to talk about some superman here in a little bit um but yeah that's a it's a good 13 good 13 um with that on to my 12 and this is where I round out the six OG Avengers hmm. with Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Awesome. And it was interesting crafting this list and finding that she is my favorite of the uh, of the original six Avengers. Uh, I I really do love I really do love Natasha Romanoff and what we saw in the MCU from uh, Scarlett Johansson. You know, especially come that Black Widow movie, I think it's criminally hated, uh, overhated, hmm. and uh, it's a uh, it's a good it's it's a good movie, you know, it's got a good story and I understand, I understand some gripes with it. Uh, certainly, you know, uh, for the budget it had, the visuals could have been better, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Sure. But I think the story we got was pretty good. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, I really, really loved, uh, that potentially being a cap on Scarlett Johansson's black widow. Um, but yeah, I'll never forget, getting introduced to Natasha Romanoff in Iron Man 2 and then uh, seeing her in Avengers being an absolute badass, one of the only humans mm. amongst, like, she doesn't even have the arrow thing, you know? She's just a badass hand-to-hand fighter. Mm. And that's really, really awesome, you know? It makes her it makes her amongst the coolest characters. And, you know, come uh, Endgame, beginning of Endgame, she's, she is the head of the council who is overseeing the development of the world again mm. uh mm. it's pretty cool her and protection of the world and what say. if you know she's the one who uh is well i guess peggy's the one who, event, who gets the arrow into there but you know she she's the she one who shoots it up. up yeah she shoots she's the one who brought the arrow into that universe you know like and the one who found the way to defeat uh, ultron yeah uh, with clint you have the reverse of the sacrifice moment, you know, from, uh, you know, from. Yeah. When he dives down and launches the arrow down at them, fuck the reverse, man, you know, like badass scene. And that moment, like, uh, I think, you know, everyone's always like, it should have been Clint, you know, in, in the sacrifice. It shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been Natasha, but we wouldn't have really cared if it was Clint. We would have been like, you know what? Thank you know, thankfully that happened. I think it would have been sad. We would have still created it, it is, is emotionally a classic that would have been dying. We would have cried no matter what, but I, it's more heart wrenching for Natasha to have died. And, yes. uh, and, but, um, her movie, um, super, super underrated. And I think just came out at a weird time and all the, this, you know, the virus, you know, having it not have a movie theater release and having it just come out on Disney plus, um, mm. you know, kind of, diminished it for some people that a lot of people just i don't think haven't watched it still you know like i think it's just a movie that that uh that is super underrated in, in the mcu and, and her and yelena are just so amazing and and the future of yelena that we're gonna get 
Um, I hope Natasha mm. carries on through her. Um, so, uh, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, that sacrifice moment where she does give herself up so that Clint can go on and make his amends, mm. you know, like, uh, she's giving him that chance. Sadly, it and makes really... more sense for Natasha. It to does. Go. She has it no one left, sense. you know, like the only people she had, the only family she had is Yelena, which she didn't really have, um, you know, later on, but it was really the Avengers. Those, the, that was her family. And, uh, and she, she felt like she had to sacrifice, you know, she felt in that moment that, that it was her time. And, uh, and just there, I don't know. It, it, I love that it, they went back and forth, you know, the, the, the whole back of catching each other and, and fighting and, for uh, it to sacrifice yeah. himself for the other. Uh, uh, yeah, that shit was, God, it was such a good, it was such a, a thing I didn't realize had to happen when they were going to Vormir. They had no idea. They just, they knew the stone was there. You know, they they had no idea that a sacrifice would have to have been made. And, like, I didn't think about it whenever they were going there until, like, Red Skull made it apparent. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. One of them oh, is not right. going to come back from this. And I'm like, fuck. And then fuck. Flint coming back and telling, you know, where's Natasha? Him just dropping like, to his knees and being like. And then Hulk. And everyone coming to the realization, like, oh, fuck. After Hulk snaps, he's back. like, I really tried to bring her back. I really did. And who knows? Maybe, maybe there's something there. You know, maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's the widow that's in the other universe where they needed a widow where they lost their widow in the what if. Maybe, maybe there is some, I maybe, don't know. maybe Tony gets it done. Mm. Maybe mm. Tony went for a soul for a soul. I'll give you Thanos. Give, give me Natasha back. Maybe there's something there, you know, uh, mm. you know, a soul for a soul. I guess Thanos has gone. Tony's gone too. Could be, you know, there's could be just could, him, you know, yeah. like who knows what, what really happened with, with, with that there. I don't know if, if she is done, um, it's, I'll be, I'll be okay. I'll, mm. I, I wish I could see some more of her, but I'll, I'll, mm. I'll ultimately be all right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved me some Natasha Romanoff, and uh, if if that was her end, noble as hell, mm. you know. Oh yeah, and uh, I love that for her. All right, moving on to my number twelve is uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Uh, this mm. is this is where he lies for me, and uh, you know, not not really Ben Affleck. Uh, you know, another uh, not not the one I'm one I'm thinking of necessarily, but uh, you know that movie. You know, I still bet. Yeah, um, I will say, um, Ben Affleck's movie. It was a movie that I watched repeatedly as a child. Just the opening scene, really. Wake me uh, up. Yeah, exactly. But but the Daredevil I'm talking about. That's Charlie Cox. That's that that series that is now on Disney Plus uh, with King everything shit. else. Um, oh my god, wow! And now that he is confirmed in the MCU. Um, and no, seeing him in No Way Home was just amazing. Um, and see, it, it was really, um, was awesome just in the theater. The people who knew, knew. And then the people yeah. who were just like, why are all of you going crazy right now? You know, Emily like, was what? so thankful that I'd been oh. watching Daredevil. <laughs> she was like, uh, I'm so glad you've been watching Daredevil because I would have no idea who the fuck mm -hmm. that was exactly. or why he could do um, any of the shit he did. He's just a really um, good lawyer. And that and what a fantastic way to be like, you know, we don't have to address the trial. We don't have to do any of that because you'll believe Matt Murdock got that job <laughs> done. You don't need to see him do it. You know he did it. Oh. You know, like uh Man. good news, Peter. 
And I got the charges dropped. Like, what? No, you what? <laughs> out of these, you know, Marvel live action shows, we're talking about WandaVision, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Daredevil's top one. There's yeah, there's there's one live action Marvel show that just stands above the rest. And uh uh I can I can watch that show over and over. Man, there it's it's it is You've embarrassed me in front of Vanessa. Vanessa. <laughs> oh man. Uh every uh he just he is Daredevil. Like, it's just so amazing. Hello, Matt. Um, in that he's friends with Andrew Garfield and Robert Pattinson. You know, they've been friends forever. Fantastic. They live together, and now they're all just – they're killing it. They're just – they're Spider-Man, Daredevil, and Batman, Are you kidding man. Man, that's fucking oh. awesome. Um, man, and uh, – oh, I can't, I can't wait to see what, what the MCU does. And they all, they all seem to have approached the role in a way that, you know, a lot of, a lot of actors – I mean, they're some of the best castings in these roles I've ever seen. Mm. You know, like, I can't imagine anyone else's Daredevil. Robert Pattinson's now my favorite Batman. And personally, Andrew Garfield, I think, is the best is the best at emblem, emblematically being Spider-Man. Mm. Like, he, he feels like Spider-Man the most to me. And, like, I, I think that's so awesome that all these dudes who came up together and are so passionate about the same thing all bring the same sort of feel to a to They a manifested you know? something. You know, they 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 did it right. They, uh, I don't know. That's yeah. just so amazing. But yeah, number twelve for me, Matt, Matt Murdock, Murdoch. Daredevil. What a strong, uh, what a strong addition here. Mm-hmm. What a strong addition here. Uh, he'll be coming a little later. Mm-hmm. He'll be coming a little later. Figured. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I thought he'd be coming a little later for you mm-hmm. too. I was, I was I just, shocked to hear these him. people. I it, it's this is tough. Like my top yeah, ten, yeah. it was like, ah, like I I wanted him to be. He was in my top ten initially. Whenever I was just uh, yeah. getting everything down. But then, like, the more that people, you know, just kept coming up, it was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can if I can slip him in there. But he, he deserves it. You know, all these people. That As it here. stands, of my top ten, mm-hmm. you've said four. Same here. So. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a, that's a cool little end of uh, and my 11th would be a fifth. But, uh, Me too. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Look at that. But uh, so 11, this is where I have Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man awesome uh love love me some Miles Morales man uh, I, I I wanted to put him top 10 but I couldn't quite qu- couldn't quite eke him in there uh there's just too many too much love I have for these characters that come above him and uh but man do I love me some into the Spider-Verse I know we talked about it but we talked about that a lot so I'm a I'm a pivot a little bit and I'll go to the video game adaptation mm. with Miles Morales uh you know I came off of Spider-Man PS4 going like ain't no way they hit me with something quite like that with miles morales oh i was playing a video game right like (laughs) that was quite the cinematic story there Mm. that they had going on there and uh miles morales does almost every bit as good i I, you know there's something more with the sinister six thing coming to fruition and and spider-man that's satisfying but miles morales's story man is that a good one with uh his his take on prowler and you know, in that adaptation in Into the Spider-Verse, you know, it's Prowler who dies, his dad who lives. In the video games, it's his dad who dies and Prowler who lives. Mm. So, And it kind of affects Prowler in a way where he goes from this villain to this, you know, like, okay, I'll get behind you a little bit more. You know, like, I can get behind that. And I think that's really cool. I think uh, there's something about Miles that inspires in a way that, you know, uh, I think Peter Parker certainly does. But as it, as it concerns his neighborhood, and the way he uh, relates to the people who who are a part of his home, like Harlem, 
like man he uh when it came to that video game it made me feel like oh yeah spider-man's like spider-man's supposed to be black Mm. like that's how it made me feel when i watched when i played that video game you know and i was like uh that was such a great great story and uh you know i I wanted him to be top 10 i couldn't quite eke it but Mm. uh Miles Morales, man. Oh, yeah. What a fucking awesome character. Even though he is Spider-Man, you know, and we know a whole lot about him, he is so, like, so his own character. Um, mm. Like, he, he's so unique, and, like, his his graffiti, you know, his art style, like, all, like, all, it is suits, you know, everything. Um, I, I just... So oh, cool. I can't wait to to get him in, in live action here. Oh, and I love that it's a leap of faith. Oh. You know? What up, danger? Um, or what's up? Yeah. Like, what's up, Dane? Come on, man. That soundtrack. Oh, didn't even talk about that whenever I was mentioning. And when he's holding, when he's holding Jake, when he's holding Peter over the multi multi dimensional rift, and he's like, uh, "How do I know I can do it?" He looks at him. He goes, "He's like, right. It's a leap of faith." Good. He kid. lets go. Like, fuck. I he's love like, that scene, man. He's like, wow. Good job, kid. You know, you did it. You could do it on command. <laughs> Oh. That was a real cute moment, guys. We got a lot of stuff going on, though. <laughs> like, God, the ending of that movie is so strong. Ah, I love, and the whole movie is too. But uh, yeah, Miles Morales, what a fantastic character! And uh, you know, I feel like I'm going to watch into the Spider Verse tonight. Now that we've talked about <laughs> it so much, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I, I had to have him up here. He had to be, and he happened to eke out at eleven. Hmm. But well, my eleven, uh, already mentioned him, but this is where I have my Thor, um, mm-hmm. and you know he's a uh, Thor Dark World is seen as one of the worst Marvel movies there is. I don't understand it. Whenever I watched the Thor movies growing up, they were always some of my favorites. I think Iron Man was my number one of uh, movies that I latched onto the most, but Thor was was my second. He he was my my next guy. Um, I loved Asgard. It was beautiful, a new take, you know, not on Earth. It was just so cool. Um, and Mjolnir uh, was was amazing, and and him losing Mjolnir like right away. Um, and and him eventually redeeming himself coming back to it. I think Thor is uh you know he started off as this brute uh you know as guardian, you know, he's very very kind of annoying at first um even. Um but but seeing what he turns into um and you know how they got a little more into the the comedic role with him, uh Chris Hemsworth I think just he does super well for the role, uh, making him fat, you know, uh, an end game or whatever was was super interesting to see. Um but you know him, him making Stormbreaker, um, him holding open uh, Nidavellir, um, in order for that to happen. Groot, you know, finalizing it. You will take the entire power <laughs> of a star. That is, yes, that is what dying means, um, or whatever. <laughs> um, I just, I love Thor, and he, he's fitting in with the Guardians crew so well. And, uh, and I, I, I don't know, loving the Guardians, love Thor, and now that they're together. Uh, is amazing and, and Thor Love and Thunder coming up, uh getting Natalie Portman back in there. Uh with with hopefully she just becomes the so new Thor. Excited. Um gonna be so cool. Um but Thor couldn't quite make my top ten, but uh he was right there. Um he he was the closest one to making it. Um mm. so yeah, my number eleven was Thor. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. So this brings us to the top ten. Here we go. And what that means is that I believe you have one Avenger remaining. I've I've eliminated my Avengers, my original Avengers. Um, we have, I have four that you have already said. 
You have four that I have already said, which leaves me with the impression that the other six are the same. Uh, and there's no way that I, I don't think there's any way that there's differentiation between those six, uh, which is really interesting. Um, it's just a matter of where they fall. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, like it's because those are the six. Like, there's there are six characters left that I know they, they have, have to, to be on your they list. Have to if, be if you haven't said them, they have to be there. <laughs> uh, so uh, hmm. I'm real excited to kick it off here. Let's get into the top ten, and I'm kicking it off with one you have already said. Uh, I had to have him in the top ten. Magneto, mm. love me some Magneto, man. Uh, he had to he had to break the top ten. Uh, as far as reading comics looking at the pages seeing them no character on page has satisfied me in terms of universe like variances in art style variances in stories variances in just the way that, the way that things unfold magneto is as cool as it gets on the superhero villain side uh and you know being something of an anti-hero i mean like he can be he's more a villain but mm-hmm. he has been an anti-hero um i love what he's about you know i love that he's there to protect his kind and you know it it it's stemming from their uh from the holocaust and ha- mm. him having been a holocaust survivor and being like a you know he won't let that happen again he won't let anyone put the needle to his skin again he has to prevent that i think that's such an awesome idea for the character mm. uh so powerful and you know in first class when he's going and murdering nazis and seeing uh Ian McKellen uh as as magneto i just i don't think there is a villain who I hold in higher regard personally. Mm. That's a, uh, might be my favorite comic book villain. And uh, judging by the rest of my list, he is the highest comic book villain I have. Uh, so that's, uh, it's real cool. I guess real that's cool. fitting. I had to kick it off with Magneto. Um, I do have a villain as my 10, uh, but there's one more villain in my list that, uh, that's up there. Uh, yeah. Quite had to think, uh, can figure that one out, but, but the villain does top off or start my top 10 is uh the joker Mm -hmm. Um, this is this is where the joker lies for me and uh, it's heath ledger it's mark hamill it's uh i mean there it can't it doesn't get much better than that uh for me it's 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 caesar romero it's jared leto Mm -hmm. it's it's barry keoghan Mm -hmm. and uh it's jack nicholson if i'm honest with myself you know if i'm honest he is probably my favorite villain that there is um it's just that the other one is so up so my alley personal to you. And yeah. I can't, yeah, I, I, uh, and, and, you know, knowing that he's coming for sure. Uh, I, I know everything that's coming with him. I'm already, you know, I've already seen the future, uh, with him coming, but, uh, you are the all knowing, <laughs> but, but all that aside, uh, the Joker, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't know of another performance, um, that that really impacted me as you know young you know, through my childhood that that Heath Ledger's Joker had um just seeing i mean just how iconic it immediately was and i don't know how many times i've watched the dark knight um and you want to know how i got these scars and just i mean devastating to, to what happened to Heath Ledger and and what the role kind of did to him um but i'm so glad that that we did we we got it um one of one of the best just villain uh performances mm. of all time in my opinion um and uh you know we we do have some joker coming uh we we had a um a deleted scene even uh with them uh and and I, I can't wait to see uh to see what 
what we get uh, with a new Joker, but uh, of what we've gotten, he's already he's already in my top ten. Um, so I mean, I don't think he can climb anymore. Yeah, um, yeah you definitely. feel like he's, he's kind of a staple of um, that of that ten spot. And he was one. Um, he was one that was going in and out of the top ten, but I, I had I had to put him in there just for uh, mm. for how much he's he's uh, I don't know my childhood and and Mark Hamill. Uh, I think I think Mark Hamill's probably my favorite Joker. He's he's the voice I hear. Um, if it's not Heath Ledger immediately, you know, I I I love Mark Hamill's portrayal as the Joker and how twisted he gets in the in the in the voice room. You know, while he's recording and everything, he gets so into the character. Um, but uh, but those two are he's fantastic. Uh, I uh, the Arkham games. Um, don't know why they killed him off so early. They knew they fucked up. They had to bring him back. They had to go to Arkham Origins to bring him back and everything, which, you know, they, they realized they fucked up getting rid of Mark Hamill uh, that early. Hey, but I love it whenever Batman's seeing him in his head, you know, like that's a, mm. uh, that's an awesome, awesome twist on that in the Arkham mm-hmm. games. But uh, yeah, that's uh, the crack of my top 10, uh, the Joker. All right. I love that. I love that. You know, it's a, it's a great way to kick it off for both of us, an X-Men and a Batman villain. Pretty defining, mm-hmm. you know, Magneto and the Joker. That's uh, typically the big ones for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, on to my nine. And I have another in which you have already uh, already said. This is where I have Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Mm. She broke the top ten for me. That's I, uh, awesome. That's good. I think she's an absolute badass. You know, I love Brie Larson in the role. Like, I genuinely, like, I remember, like, engaging with that movie for the first time and the general reception of it and being genuinely shocked that people were like, Oh, I fucking hate Brie mm. Larson. I was like, what? Mm. How? This is awesome. I, I like, I, I, I still can't fully wrap my mind around it. You know, I think she's, I think she's absolutely awesome in that role. I love her in uh, in end game, the brief, the brief scene she has, but uh, she's awesome in that. And uh, I mean, that Captain Marvel movie, man, it's it's emerging as one of the most rewatchable Marvel movies for mm. me. I absolutely love it. Uh, as a sci-fi movie is concerned, that's as that's as fun a sci-fi superhero movie as you're gonna get. Mm. Um, that's just the start of her. You know, that's that's, that's her first movie, man. man. Um, and and I love I love that movie, man. And whenever you know she she has her rise to power there at the end when she's facing with the uh, supreme supreme intelligence and she's hearing all the shit over the years kind of paralleling monica rambeau's uh Mm. eventual rise where she's hearing all these things that you you gotta glow like you ain't carol you know but you know she's hearing like why do you think they call it a cockpit honey (laughs) like uh, she's hearing all she's hearing all that shit she's heard over the years and she's just this overcoming of the of the patriarchy that she's she does in that moment where she's like all this time that i've been held down i'm not gonna let it happen anymore and i think it's just such a powerful sentiment and uh i love carol danvers captain Mm. marvel she had to be up here power ranking wise you know strongest people that there are that we have we have bringing the nukes what about carol she'll be fine yeah (laughs) oh yeah don't worry about her she can literally like blow up a planet if, if need be like easily um which is like kind of crazy like it like crazy like to hear her like power level like on on a level you know everyone's like uh people like to think thor you know is is uh people like to put thor up super high for some reason um but like really the top three it's wanda dr strange and captain marvel 
Like there, there's as far as the MCU yes. is concerned. Yeah. Um, there, uh, and and we're just beginning with her. I love that she's the constant reminder that uh, Earth is not the only place where these things are happening. That it's galaxy universally wide. Um, and I love that that she's the reminder for that. Um, and you know, some people think that's annoying that she's like that she just went off and we don't know what she's doing. But like it's coming it in the so future. Much sense, like it's coming in the future. You know, like yeah. um, it, they're just planting the seeds now. Um, and people are like, well, why wasn't she on Earth helping out? But like, that's the point. There's, there's so much else there's happening. So many places. Um, and Earth is fine. They, they have their, their heroes and everything. And she came in, uh, when, and when from a writing needed. perspective, it's a lot easier to just be like, yeah, she had to do other shit. It's one less character we have to worry about. It's a, it's an excuse that makes sense. It's not like it's out of character for her to be off planet helping other <laughs> planets. It's what she's been doing for 25 fucking yeah. years. Like, uh, it, it, the upper atmosphere Friday, what are they firing at? You know, like, uh, in that moment, you know, having that moment whenever she comes what are they in, all, what are they all looking um, at? Like, uh, <laughs> like I, her flying through the Kree starships at the end of Captain Marvel and doing the, like punching mm. her, punching her fist. And like, uh, I mean, we'll come back. I remember during Endgame, I was like, yo, I, I get how they're going to take out all these enemies and stuff, but like that ship, how are they going to like, what are they going to do? I'm like this thing, like. They're about to rain, you know, rain fire or whatever. I'm like, damn, this is it. Like, uh, okay. Like, there's, I don't know who can, who can take that out. You know, maybe Wanda, maybe Doctor Strange, but they're, they're busy doing what they're doing, you know, and, uh, and mm-hmm. then Captain Marvel coming in Needed to the happen. day, uh, was, they use sex machina. Um, but oh, yeah, just the beginning of her. Hopefully we have a lot more to come with Captain Marvel, um, in the future. And, uh, oh, definitely. I like that that she's up there for you. She definitely deserves oh, it. Had to be a top ten mm-hmm. pick for me, man. Uh, my number nine could be a low. I, I'd imagine he's probably higher up for you. I don't know. This is this. I'm interested, but this is where uh, Logan, where Wolverine, uh, comes for me. Um, and I think it's just. Uh, I watched you know the the Wolverine movies and and everything like that when I was young, but I didn't really latch on to them as much as I did like a Spider Man or like a Batman. Um, and, uh, but I mean, he's, he's in my top 10, you know, he's, he's definitely there. He's, he deserves to be in this company. Um, and Logan, one of the best superhero movies that there is one of the most emotionally, you know, resonant movies that, that we have, uh, to pick from. And I'm just so glad that, that we're living through this era of, of movies and, uh, that we have movies like this and a Hugh Jackman, I mean, there's no one else that comes into my mind whenever I'm thinking of Wolverine. Um, the, he, he's the oh first, God. the sideburns, you know, the hair, um, everything about him. He is Wolverine. Fuck off. Um, yeah, he, he is Wolverine. Um, and uh, I don't know. I Man, Logan is just such a good movie, mm-hmm. man. Like that, that, you know, there was discussion recently of like the best character openings. Mm-hmm. For a uh, for a superhero movie, you know, with the Batman being introduced the way he was in the Batman, and uh, you know, like first appearances basically, and people like I was like Logan, first time he he unsheaths and goes crazy in Logan, that's strong, you know, like uh, mm. under the light of that neon sign on the side of the road when they're not the car, not the car, mm. you know, like uh, they think they kill him, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a little harder to kill Logan than yeah, you think. he's uh, pretty unkillable. Um, until, well, until he's until not, he's not, oh, fuck, man. What a movie, man. 
Oh, fantastic I'm gonna, movie. And, we're going to yes. say it a lot, you know, as we get up here, but like movies that we just have to revisit, you know, we, we've, we've said it for, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of these characters already, yeah. but man, that movie is, is something. Um, and yes, he will be, uh, he'll be a few spots up for, I me. figured, um, I figured, um, could it's an all timer for mm, me. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that's where he lies for me is number nine. Um, and that's, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, it, could could be rising, you know, um, as I, as I'm getting more into the X Men and stuff, um, but I, I you know, uh, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see how they how they bring him in in the MCU. Um, whenever whenever Wolverine's character does does come into play, um, mm. I is it gonna be Hugh Jackman? I hope. I kind of hope no. not. You know, I think it won't. A be. lot of people hope be. that it is just because that's who they see as Wolverine, but. Um, I hope they go. No, nah, I think Logan back. was a perfect send off yeah. with him. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, nope. I think it'll be I, yeah, okay. Don't I, I don't doubt he might make a multiversal cameo. Hmm. That's a possibility. Uh, but it won't be a big moment. I mean, I mean, it'll be a big moment, but it won't be a it won't be a big part of the movie. It'll just be a thing that happens. And maybe it's uh, just him in a bar, happens. you know, saying "fuck off" again or something. Maybe. It's, yeah, you know, like some. Like, but you know what would be even crazier, and I wouldn't really complain about, is if he had like a. Like a Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Spider Man role in like one of these movies where like he showed up and was like, yeah, all right, and then he was like a part of like that'd be dope, you know. I wouldn't have any complaints, but he'd need to be sent away after that, you know. Like, uh, mm. give him another send off where he's a, uh, you know, at least now we can go. Ah, okay, so his last, it can be from a time before he was on the edge of death, you know. Like it could just be like something that happened to him along the timeline. Mm. Uh, but uh. I don't think it will happen. I think it'll be a, just a normal cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, pop in, pop out. See ya. Hi, bye. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, whatever the fuck the MCU has in mind for uh, for his ass. Because mm. uh, he's a badass. Mm-hmm. I do have him a bit higher. I figured so. Um, but yeah, with that, on to my number eight. And this is where we get Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to had to have Vision in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've long regarded him as such. You know, uh, since WandaVision, I've been going, yeah, he's a top ten. He's a top ten superhero for me. He's a top ten superhero for me. And like, I was like, all right, well, this is the test. Mm. Is he actually a top ten superhero for me? Mm. And he absolutely is. You know, uh, I've 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 said at points top five. I don't know if I stand by that. Uh, he bar- barely falls outside the top five Marvel even. Uh, you know, uh, not not quite top five Marvel characters, but mm. he's six. He's six. He's right there. He's right there. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, lo- I love me some Vision. And Paul Bettany was such an awesome, awesome actor in that role. I look forward to whatever the fuck White Vision's got in store for us. And as far as, like, comic book designs, that green and yellow suit with his red, with his red face, dude, I fucking love that character design. There are a few that uh, really hit like that for me and uh his and Wanda's history and it, it culminating in a TV series. Never would have thought we'd get a WandaVision show. And to get that, like, it's just, it doesn't get more comic booky for me at the moment than WandaVision was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, oh, mm. wow, we, we got Wanda Maximoff and Vision as the main characters in something. Like, that was the start of, like, me going, yeah, we're getting into the deep cuts now. We're getting into the real shit. Uh, and, Man, what a good way to kick it off with Wanda and Vision. I, mm. Wanda. 
I uh, welcome home. I think I don't know if it'll surprise you where he is on mine, but uh, coming up a little bit later. Um, yeah, I thought I I thought I actually thought he'd come before before my ranking of him for you. So I'm uh, I'm pleasantly surprised with mm. this. You know, I uh, I'm I'm happy with if what I'm if I'm on. forming a team if I'm picking anyone out of the MCU. Vision's got to be on, on my team, um, and he's not. I mean, he's. I won't. I guess I'll. I'll save it for whenever. Whenever he comes up. Hold the fuck up. Uh, That's crazy. You know, like if I was gonna build a six. Nah, these probably wouldn't be the six members of the Avengers that I would choose. But you know, I mean, five of them maybe. You know, like I've got, I got plenty going on here. I guess that one, could two, be three, four, five out of my top ten. People who are in the MCU, excluding Wolverine, I guess you know. Yeah. Um, my my, I have five in my top ten that are that are MCU heroes. Um, and I, I think that they would, they're my team. They'd make you know? a pretty kick-ass yeah. Avengers. Um, like as of right now, that would consist of Captain Marvel and Vision. But uh, the next couple that I list, you'll be like, oh yeah, that would be a strong Avengers squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, we'll have the same. Hmm. We'll have the same ones. That's pretty oh, yeah. awesome. It would make a pretty kick-ass. It would make a pretty kick-ass Marvel, mm. uh, Marvel team up there. But, uh, but uh, mm. I mean, besides Captain Marvel. Mm. But uh, and I, I don't know if this will surprise you, um, but my number eight. This is where I have Tony, where I have Iron Man, um, and I couldn't. I, he was uh, jumping around in the nine, eight, ten. Um, the Iron Man, Wolverine, and Joker were kind of my. Were they were moving around, but from six up was like their six up. They're like they're no one. No one can kind of go yeah. above them, and it kind of pained me a little bit to put Tony, you know, down this low. Uh, and I low in in air quotes. He is number eight um, in my top one hundred. Um, but he was he was the guy who I latched onto uh, from from Marvel. He he started it off. He kicked it off. Um, and I, I love this the the real world aspect of Robert Downey Jr. A guy who was, you know, not not doing too well, and and John Favreau took a chance on him, um, and, and man, did it pay off. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think there's no one else you picture in your mind when you're thinking of Iron Man. He's he's the face y- you see. Oh, that's uh, that man. Right he's there. he's Iron Man in real life. He he's really taken a you know it it changed his life around, um, and he. Um, I don't know. He's he's doing some Iron Man stuff in real life, which which I think is really cool, um, and and obviously the snap, you know, one one of the biggest moments in Marvel history that there is. Um, I am Iron Man. Uh, you know, maybe a little overused line that that they have, but but it was so fitting in the snap. I, I, it occurs a couple times, you know, and uh, I think it's I think it's occurrence at the end of Iron Man three is the one where it's like. Uh, you know, it was like the just in case, just in case we don't find a place to use mm-hmm. this again later. We'll have this parallel. And least. it's, you know, you have the him and Cap, you know, Cap, he doesn't say he's Captain America. He's Steve Rogers. And Tony doesn't say he's Tony Stark. He is Iron Man because he feels that he does more for the world and more for everyone as Iron Man um, mm. rather than than Tony. Um, and I, I, I like the the. The parallel there with with Steve and, and Tony and how they they you know flip it a little bit, um, it just makes sense. I'm Steve Rogers. It just makes sense for their characters, um, and and Tony, you know, he's, I don't know, of out, I guess he out of the Avengers, 
the classic Avengers, he's he's the top for me. Um, yes, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's number one out of the classic Avengers for me. So uh, I love me some Tony, love me Iron Man. I've always always been a been been part of him. But you know, he's he's a tinkerer. He uh, I, and that's you know Brainiac, and I I, uh, I latch on to those the characters. Tinker. Um, and uh, oh yeah, I think uh, I think Iron Man three is a little underrated. I I recently rewatched it. Yeah, um, and it's wow. It's um, it might be the most underrated MCU yeah, movie. It's um, oh, um, I don't know. I I don't know. I've always like Iron Man one is whatever I come to as like that. That's that's the movie. But like, Iron Man three is a, I think a better movie. Yeah. Um, um, I I loved it on rewatch, and uh, I don't know. I hope he's done. Um. You know, I, I mean, he, they've had, it was the send, the send off, you know, him and cap of, of their, um, and if they do right. cameo and whatever, I don't know. I hope, I just kind of hope they're done. Um, but if we see Robert Downey come back and whether he is the Iron Man in the Illuminati, I don't know well, whether it is Tom Cruise, whatever, I, who knows, who knows uh, what it's going to be, but, but yeah, uh, Tony, he sneaks in my number eight, um, all right. All right. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So that brings us to seven. And this is where I have T'Challa, Black Panther. Um, I love I love me some T'Challa, man. And uh it, it was hard placing anyone above him. Mm. But I, I, I think I, I think I feel all right about it. And you said it was like your top six or for sure. Like these I extended one. This is definitely my top seven. Mm. You know, like uh, he he had to be. He, he's a fixed point there. He's definitely mm-hmm. within that realm. And uh, man, I I love that character, and uh, I love Chadwick Boseman, and uh, I I really really enjoyed T'Challa, Star Lord, and What If. That oh. was such a strong ass. That was a strong episode. Um, but man, in Black Panther, like I, I talked about how. Captain Marvel might be my most rewatchable MCU movie, mm. but I think, or solo movie anyway, I think Black Panther might be my favorite mm. uh, as far as the MCU solo movies are concerned. I think uh, there's just so much to like there in that story, and there's so there. It's just such a big story, man. And uh, T'Challa is a hero, you know, like you you feel like he is a a hero's hero mm. in that uh, in that role, and uh, I absolutely love it. So I had to, I had to get T'Challa some love here. One of the most impactful um, Marvel movies that there ever has been. Um, just mm. world, world impact. Um, I mean, I remember when it was out in theaters and just how everyone just immediately loved the movie and how it was like mm. almost immediately regarded as like, wow, this like, whoa, I don't know, like the kick, like kicked off Mark, like, I don't know, put Marvel in a new league almost like this. Like yeah, there were like Oscar talks mm, surrounding Black Panther, mm, and uh, that's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Like seeing him in Civil War, you know, you're like, okay, this guy's cool. You know, like it dope suit. Like I want to know more about this guy. And um, out of his movie, it's insane how much story they packed into that one movie. Uh, Crazy. And in the soundtrack, you know, another soundtrack that was was so amazing listened to it before the movie came out and immediately loved it. And, and, uh, I don't know, that movie was so hype and I, it, it'll be a theater experience. I'll never forget. Um, it was nominated for best motion picture of the damn. year at, uh, at the Oscars. Wow. 
um uh, an extremely impactful movie you know uh it was uh dude i just loved t'challa you know and uh whatever they decide to do with the character in the future i'm interested to see um but I, I think I've officially come to the mind that I'm okay with them recasting it mm. as it's something that uh, Chadwick Boseman like had explicitly said, like, uh, you know, I think it, I think it's good for these characters to not be one person's, mm-hmm. you know, like these characters need to be shared, you know, they need to be, they need to be universal, you know, they need to, they need to appeal to many. So it, it, there's no reason for any one person to permanently have the title of mm. a role, you know? And, uh, so I, I look forward to whatever they do with the with T'Challa in the future, and uh, really, really love him in Black Panther. So uh, had had to get him in there. Mm-hmm. Had to get him mm-hmm. in here. Uh, my number seven. This is where my Doctor Strange lies, um, mm. and he he's kind of the last out of you know the six that I said are locked. Uh, he he was the one that was Iron Man, Wolverine, Joker. They were the bottom three in my top ten, but. Doctor Strange was kind of settled in there. I knew he wasn't in the top six necessarily, but he he didn't but he didn't crawl down to to the bottom three of the top ten. But uh, but Doctor Strange, he's growing on me like fine wine. Every time I rewatch his movie, um, it's it's slowly becoming uh one of my favorite um solo movies that there is. And uh, I mean, coming up next is the only movie, the only other solo movie that kind of ekes it out for me. Um, he was coming up, but, uh, but Dr. Strange, he, uh, I don't know. He's very crucial now, um, with the MCU and he's going, has a lot of explaining to do a whole lot of stuff is going to have to happen, uh, through him. And, uh, but, but man, his, his movie, um, just seeing him try absolutely everything. And he's, he's another one who was down bad. You know, he had everything at one point. It's true. He had absolutely everything. And, he always thought of himself as the smartest in the room, you know, another kind of arrogant person that, that you eventually see, um, not fully, you know, like he, he still is arrogant. Um, that's for sure. He has a heart though. But yeah. He's, uh, he, he's come around and he's definitely a lot better than, than who he was as a doctor. Um, and, uh, and who knows, like, uh, like there's so much mystery surrounding this character. They can go so many different directions um and whether the the one possibility you know whenever he tells tony to do that whether that's um if there's anything more there you know i i I truly i i'm of the camp i'm not thinking of that anymore um but i i remember i used to theorize about that all the time like oh no i like oh i mean it's a it's a fair it's a fair one you know because he is a little bit of an asshole so it's like who knows Uh, you know he's i just don't think he has any interest in being the leader of the avengers mm. so like there wouldn't be a reason to Unless he thought it was purely for the greater good, mm. um, which would be really interesting. But uh, man, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited to see whatever they do with the future. And, and what if you know we got that introduction to uh, the other side of Doctor Strange that that's coming up in in Multiverse of Madness? So it's going to be uh, super interesting to see uh, what happens to his character and how how crucial he'll be moving forward after this movie. I'm curious if. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe he steps down a little bit. I, he's becoming the Sorcerer Supreme, I'd assume, in this movie. I don't know. I'm concerned but... uh, oops, for Wong's health. Ooh, I did not even think about that. Oh, no. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think that's mm. sort of what we could potentially be looking at uh, in the next film is a potential Wong death, which would lead, you know, which would be like, ah, how do we make this hit even harder? Mm. Well, we make him a we make him a bigger part of the other movies, you know, him popping up and him popping up in Shang-Chi and him popping up in No Way Home, uh, him becoming more important and then yanking the rug out from underneath us. I think it's a potentiality. I don't want it. I don't invite it. Um, I guess when you, but I can see its effectiveness in storytelling. When you become the Sorcerer uh, Supreme, the only way you stop becoming the Sorcerer Supreme is probably your death. Um, and who knows? He is this temporary, you know, like sort of thing. Like he got it off a of technicality, whatever. Um, I blip. Yeah, so. uh, fair. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, oh no, they're definitely going to have like a scene of. Like maybe paralleling the ancient one, whatever she's dying, talking to Doctor Strange, like passing on the mantle. I bet like maybe all three of them will be there or something like that. It's the ancient one, Wong and Doctor Strange or something. Like maybe they'll have like all, maybe Wong will be like a little Force Ghost like, moment. He he knows that he's going. Like everything stops right here for him. Or oh no, but uh, hmm. but oh yeah, that's my number seven. That's where Doctor Strange lies for me. All right. All right. I really dig that. I really dig that. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is just such a great actor, man. I love, mm. I love me some Benny, some Benedict Cucumber. Um, but with that, onto my six. This is where I have Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Uh, I really, really love me some Wanda. Not enough to break the top five here. The top five were the top five. There was no doubt. It, uh, mm. But she was right outside. Mm. Uh, she's quickly become one of my favorite MCU characters. Uh, if if not, you know, I mean, if not my favorite MCU character, because I wouldn't say my other MCU character, my love is strictly based off the MCU. Hmm. Um, but Wanda, that's what it is based off of. You know, it is, it is entirely MCU. Like, uh, I, you know, I've since gone back and read comics about involving Wanda and, and grown to appreciate her even more, but it was off the back of WandaVision and Age of Ultron and, Inf and uh, Infinity War and Endgame that I went and Civil War that I was just like, okay, yeah. I love this character. Mm. Uh, and therein, I, I think it might make this the most impressive placement on the, uh, on the mm. list here is that she's, she's here only because of the MCU. A lot of these other ones, they're either hindered by the MCU and it's because of other things mm. or they didn't rise to these heights because of the MCU. But you know, Wanda, like it's it's been that well written with Wanda. So hopefully, far. they realize the the character they have. I mean, they. I mean, obviously, she's going to be huge um, come, moving forward. So I'm I'm oh, I'm super excited to uh, to see. I did not expect that Wanda would be higher on my list uh, rather than yours, but uh, that is. I mean, I went I I went kind mm. of uh, for my top five. I went kind of. Uh, nostalgic classic mm -hmm. with it Makes as sense. opposed to uh yeah and uh i'd say like as far as on-screen adaptations are concerned she, she might be the most well-written character so uh, on the rest of my list now we'll see uh with a couple of them and there, there, are, there are a few that might might overlap that but we'll see 
I'll, we'll get that. We'll get there. But Wanda Maximoff had to be up here. I, I love her very, 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 very much. And Elizabeth Olsen absolutely rocks. My uh, number six was the first one set in stone, pretty much, uh, was this is where T'Challa, uh, where Black Panther is for me. Um, and if I'm forming a team, he's on there. Um, and I think what, obviously his, his, his movie is, is good enough, but I think his what if episode is the most what if there is, um, without like the finale, the last two episodes, I, those are kind of, I kind of hold those separately, but his episode is, is kind of the most, like you see Thanos, you know, on, on the good side fighting for them. You see like him just going around the, the, the galaxy, like doing all these amazing things, like things that you would never think to see in Marvel that, that just, there's so many lines in, in that episode that have so much history behind every single line that's like said. Um, and I think it truly like in, encapsulates what, what if is like all about um, in that episode. And, you know, just to get, get any more of black Panther um, I'm, I'm down with, um, but his, I mean, we've already talked about the movie um, and we've already, you know, given T'Challa his, his, his reign. He's, uh, I mean, the winner of our, uh, our Marvel character mm-hmm. tournament. You came out on top there. Oh, and uh, man, yeah that that movie that's a theater experience I'll never forget. And uh, but he's he's the first to crack that uh that six the what I feel are like the the crucial characters of this top ten for me. So. Oh yeah, that, that that started with with him too for mm-hmm. me with at my seven. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah, these are the the separation between seven and eight was there was a gap there. And then these, these seven, seven and six are right here. And then you elevate it a little bit more and then it's the top five, but there was a gap between eight and seven. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like I Mm -hmm. black Panther elevates it. And then Wanda right along with him for me, like they're, they're not too separated. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But man, I really do love me some T'Challa, man. She, uh, or he was uh, such a fucking cool character. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh this is where where I'm interested to see what what uh this is the top 5, you know. This is this is where it gets I don't know, this is a pretty big milestone here and Yeah, and uh, I think we only have two in common mm-hmm. here, which is cool. Mm-hmm. The top uh, 2, I I believe. Yeah, um, and I think uh, I think I could uh, assume from context clues the others for you, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. Um Mhm. Starting at my five. This is where I've got Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Mm. He broke the top five for me. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Mm. Off the back of watching the the Daredevil series this year and then diving really deep into Daredevil comics. Like, I read a lot of Daredevil comics very recently. And, uh, oh, man. Like, uh, I, he's up there on those levels of just, like, what a good guy like he he's he's con he's conflicted yeah he he has times where he could he could cross a line but he always pulls back Mm. you know i think uh there's this there's this hopeful hopefulness about matt murdoch and daredevil and that's kind of what you'll you'll find with uh, my top five is that my perception of them is something that lends me to believe in a in hopefulness Mm. like they all bring out the most in like a yeah, yeah, that could uh they they inspire mm. in some capacity. What they overcome, what they what they have to do and uh 
This is one of them. Matt Murdock. You know, yeah. the rule of, you know, the no kill rule. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, not crossing that line. I think they do it better than Batman. Uh, Matt Murdock. I think it's in that show. Yeah, about as good as anything, uh, as far as towing the line and not, uh, never crossing mm. it. And the fact that he's like, like, there's not even, there's not even the Christian Bale, I'm a let mm. you die, uh, thing going on. Like, it's like, and he's uh, like within the legal no. system too. So it's like that co- constant back and forth of the vigilanteism mm. along with the no kill and like all, like, I think it's a more interesting dynamic instead of just being, I'm Batman, I'm a good, I'm not going to kill anybody, you know, or, or uh, I don't know. I think there's there's more to it uh, with Matt Murdock, and I, I think I, I like that aspect more. But that's ah, uh, that's I'm glad that he he's in a top five though. I'm glad that oh that man, like and, th- and this is one that you know this is off the back of recent stuff. You mm-hmm. know, he he probably wasn't a top ten character. You know, like as recent as our Marvel character tournament just a few months back, he lost in the first round. Uh I certainly would not have let that happen had I become more familiar with the character. And mm. uh, I'd, I'd be afraid this is recency bias, but it's been four months now since all that, really. Like three months anyway. It is truly that and good. Since I watched Daredevil and since I did all that reading. Mm. Like, I feel like I, I've cooled my, – my head's cooled a bit on Daredevil. I've, I've moved on to other things and have grown more attachments since mm. then. And I'm confident this man's five. Mm. You know, like uh, Matt Murdock is the shit and Charlie Cox is Matt mm. Murdock is even better so. well you're five you said you know bring out the hope bring out the best in people <laughs> i have quite the opposite here for my number five this is where my boy comes this is where ultron is um i have no strings on and me. uh i uh every i mean you know how much i love ultron he is the villain that uh that i love uh the most and uh, I think it's just the concept of him and and his, especially what if elevated him to a level that I didn't think you know we would ever get again in the MCU. I loved him enough just from Age of Ultron. It's one of my favorite Avengers movies that there is, um, even like with Endgame and Infinity War. I love Age of Ultron, and uh, it's just the question you know, it's the whole conversation of AI and letting it go too far. You know, this it was truly good intentions that they started out with. I see a shield across, you know, protecting the world, all that. And uh, just seeing what Ultron turns into, especially in What If. Um, I uh, I think this is a, a very well-crafted villain, and he's evil just for evil's sake. You know, there's he's a robot, so you don't really have to, to really think too hard about it. He's just, he's killing to kill, because that is what he yeah. sees as the solution. Um, and he arrived there almost immediately from looking at back in, Very in, in, in human history and stuff. And uh, destroy the Avengers. Mm. Mm. Yeah, all right, I can do that. And uh, basically, the what if episode was a wet dream for me. I wasn't, I didn't stop smiling or laughing hysterically. You know, at once he started going off, uh, I was just, I was in for the ride. It's the what if episode I watched the most. Um, I come oh, back yeah. to it quite often, um, but, but I remember as it as it was happening, as I was watching, I was like, "Joseph is just having the fucking time of his life right now," mm-hmm. and uh, I was, um, you know, and there is, I, I still, I don't know, I'm a firm believer he's coming back. He's not done. 
Um, I think I think uh, his appearance in What If lends lends that even more credence. Uh, yeah. That and you know he's AI. How gone can he be? You know, like uh, there's something out there with him. You know, like uh, he's downloaded somewhere. He's um, in one other universe, and he breaks into the multiverse. He can be in any universe there is. So, I uh, I I think he's uh, coming up to be the next big bad, maybe a middle big bad to get get this multiverse star kicking off. Um, I think it'll be kind of a swift end though. I don't think he'll be a, a super slow burn like Thanos or anything like that. I think it'll be he'll pop up and then get defeated. The return mm. of Ultron. Um, but oh, I uh, I love me some Ultron and uh, can't wait to see him in live action. But if it doesn't happen, I will be okay. I got my What If episode. So <laughs> What If was fantastic, man. What a great way to cap off that character if it is the end. Um, it was fantastic. And uh, yeah, I... I you saw that coming, you know, Ultron, uh, certainly I, I thought he might just make your top five out of spite. Like, uh, yeah, that's my five. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Um, but yeah, James Spader voicing that character, oh. in Ultron, super great voice acting, uh, just a, a fantastic villain voice, you know, like, I think that he nails that and, uh, mm. man, he's, it, that's a strong MCU villain, you know. I think Age of Ultron gets too much hate. I think it's fuck Joss Whedon, but I don't think he's made a better superhero movie. Hmm. Uh, that was that was as good as it gets for him. Um, hmm. And yeah, Age of Ultron was strong, you know. And the mm-hmm. only man Ultron's had to have my top great five. Character. You know, truthfully, is he above Black Panther? Probably not. But uh, is he above Doctor Strange? Probably not. Man, but, uh, this this is really cool. So that means that you've got a couple a couple. I do. Up, uh which is in your top four. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that. All right. Um but yeah, with that on to my four. This is where I have Logan Wolverine. Uh this is one who uh, has been important to me for all my life. I mm. uh, love this character to death, you know. Uh I've read more Wolverine, read more X-Men and therein Wolverine, uh, watched Logan. I don't know how many times grew up with a love for those X-Men movies. And he was my favorite character, man. I love me some Logan. And, uh, I, I just, uh, he's one that's, it's weird. You know, when I fit, when I put my top five in that context a second ago about the ones who like, give me, give me hope and inspire me in some Mm. way. It's uh, it's kind of a back and forth deal with Wolverine. Obviously, he has some uh, he has some adaptations where he is uh, not the most hopeful, hmm. and uh, that's kind of a that's important though. Like he has to start that way, hmm. and always by the end he finds what he's fighting for, you know. And it's it's discovering that and him committing to that and uh, protecting. He's a protector, man, and I love hmm. that uh, with with Wolverine and. Uh, you know, there's a there's an audio drama actually that I listened to recently with Wolverine called the there was the Long Night and the Lost Trail, and uh, man, if you're ever interested in uh, trying an audio drama, those Wolverine ones are fucking awesome. They're on Apple Podcasts. They're on Spotify. I'm assuming, like, uh, hmm. I think it starts with the Long Night, and then the Lost Trail is the second hmm. one. Um, 
man, it's some, it's just so intense and such good storytelling that like, I don't need visuals, you know, I'm, I'm hearing it all. And, uh, I feel the visceralness of his, uh, of his claws coming out and, uh, him slicing dudes up. I don't need to see Mm. it. You know, like I, I get what's happening here. Um, and that's kind of important for me too, is this berserker rageful Wolverine who doesn't hold back. Like, uh, it's, it's really interesting because, uh, I usually don't like that in a character, you know, at least like when it comes to like Batman, I don't want him to be a berserker who's killing mm. people. When it comes to Wolverine, that's what Wolverine does, you know, like, uh, you know, True. he very well, he's really good at yeah. what he does. He does it very well. What he does ain't pretty. <laughs> that's his thing. You know, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm really good at this. And, uh, I hate that I'm good at it. I, I it sucks, but man, can I do it well? It's the position he was and, put uh, into, and oh. man, yeah, I I love me some Wolverine and Logan, and uh, he just had to be here. And <laughs> Logan is probably, you know, I think of my top three superhero movies, period, and none of them are MCU. Uh, and Logan has to be there. I mm. think. Um, mm-hmm. End of the Spider versus another, and I'll get to I'll get to the last one later. But, uh, yeah, man, Logan is such a fantastic character. Um, always rooted for him in the gene conflict. I understand why he probably shouldn't, mm-hmm. why she shouldn't. Yeah, but man, if I don't want it for him, just so we can be happy once, that'd be nice. Um, Ugh. but yeah, he's he's just got this devastating sadness mm-hmm. to him because he's immortal and he can't die and like. His acknowledgement of it, living with it, and trying to push forward—it's really cool. So uh, I, I, that's why I got to have Logan up there. So awesome. Yeah, my number four. Uh, there's only two left that are, I guess, not the top two, you know, here. But uh, this is the start of the couple. They had to be paired together. Uh, but Wanda comes first. Um, ah, yeah. now Vision's top three. That's huge. I did not see he that. He is. Coming. Yeah. So I guess there you go. There's uh, my, my four and three. I'll just, I'll speak them together because yeah, that's the it. reason they are up here is them together. They strengthen each other's character so much. Um, and the reason I do have vision above Wanda, I, it would be fitting if I went Ultron vision Wanda. It just is more poetic, you know, I guess. Um, mm. but I mean, vision. If Ultron's up my alley, you know, he's the villain. You have the good version of Ultron, which is Vision. And, uh, and it's one of, one of, I think, one of the most like perfectly crafted characters there is in the MCU. Um, and every time he's on screen, there's not a single scene that I hate or that I dislike of Vision. There's not one oh, line that Vision he says. Yeah. Always hidden. Um, always. And it makes hitting. sense. You know, he's, he's, um, he's a computer that slowly becomes more and more human over time. And I can't think of a more beautiful way to portray AI or, 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 you know, technology or whatever, like Iron Man. The reason I love Iron, you know, Tony so much is, is the tinkering and all the technology that he has. And, and vision is, is the ultimate, the vision of Tony Stark, you know, it's, it's the, everything that Tony would want to be able to do. Um, And uh, I mean, he has the mind stone in his head. You know, he has that going for him, but even without it, he still is Vision. Um, and with White Vit, you know, there's more coming along for him, 
um, with white vision and who knows to see if, if our classic vision comes back in, in any way, shape or form. Um, but I mean, I guess his memories are, you know, they're, yeah, they're, they're in him now. Uh, so it lives on through, through him. And, uh, but, but Wanda, you know, I mean, just the reason they're, they're together, I, I couldn't have them apart. I love Wanda, a Wanda vision. Um, if not the Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision was one of the most entertaining uh, TV shows I've watched at the time. One of the most fun shows to cover. Um, and it was so unique, so different. Um, and I, I just love that Vision was a part of that. And uh, it, it strength, like I, I already knew that I would love the Vision aspect of the show because I just, I loved Vision already. Um, but that show strengthened Wanda so much for me. And uh, I don't know, I, th- them two are, uh, they're, they're my favorite. They're my favorite pair in the MCU. Uh, there, there's, there's no other two people that I think I could, I could put together. Maybe Pepper and Tony. Um, may, I don't know, but there, there, I don't think any, anyone really comes close to the relationship that, that Vision and and uh, Wanda have. Um, yeah, that's the best comic book pairing mm. there is. You know, I mentioned how Harley and Ivy were my second. And it's it's definitely Wanda and mm-hmm. Vision that are top one. Uh, that's that's the best comic book pairing there is. Uh, I absolutely love them. Uh, and I'm glad they broke your top five. I'm I'm genuinely shocked that they were they were your three and four. But I'm so happy mm-hmm. with that. That makes me that makes me very joyful. I mean, and that uh, strictly yeah. MCU too. You know that they are mm-hmm. like that is it. That's all I know them from. Um, and they couldn't crack the the one and two. There, there's. I mean, it's hard to crack the one and two uh, here, buddy. But, mm. uh, especially given just who we are in mm. general, it makes sense. <laughs> but uh, with that, I'll go to my three since you got your mm-hmm. four and three in there. This is where I have Clark Kent, Superman. Uh, absolutely love this guy. You know, I don't. And as far as I don't need to justify the whole hopeful thing a lot with this mm. one. This is uh, <laughs> the one that's the most obviously hopeful. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I love this character thinking back to Christopher Reeve in the 1978 and then all his movies after that, two, three, and four, uh, very, very entertaining films. You know, uh, I do like me some Henry Cavill Superman, you know, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the, the sort of dark direction they went with it. And I don't like how little Superman talks in Batman versus Superman. I think that kind of sucks too. Mm. I don't think he got enough there, but, uh. He's such a good character. And, uh, you know, Superman and Lois right now is my defining, uh, image of Superman as far as live action is concerned, just because I love the fatherly aspect of him, you know, having kids and, uh, his struggle with that has been one of the cooler stories they've, they've done with Superman so far. You know, I think it's, it's cool to try to have him maintain a relationship with Lois Lane and keep it secret and stuff like that's, that's what makes Superman Superman for me. And uh, his, his connection to John and Martha Kent Mm. and them having raised him and stuff. That's such a, all these things that make him human, you know, as, as not human as he is, uh, are what are what make him such a great character and uh, his struggle with uh, being Superman and raising children and maintaining a family. That's such a strong, strong, uh, story element that they can that they've been able to uh utilize with tyler hecklin's superman but you know going back to like smallville that teenage drama where he was he was just clark kent trying to hide his powers in high school Mm. uh growing up with john and martha kent raising him such a cool adaptation there and uh 
you know, the old Justice League cartoon, Superman, the animated series used to watch all that shit. But man, when I revisited 1978 Superman, I talked about like top, top three. This is probably right outside of that. Like it's hmm. probably, it's, it might be top five comic wow. book movies just because of how fun it he is. He does feel like the uh, first hero. Like he just feels like the, he is the classic superhero. Like he's the, he's the first, you know, he's the OG. Hmm. And uh, he certainly had the first comic book movie. I mean, if you're not going back to the 1966 Batman, the first, uh, first modern, like, okay, this is what a superhero movie could be, you know, uh, hmm. that's, that's what you're looking to is Christopher Reeve's Superman and, uh, you know, a score by John Williams mm. and, oh, does it slap? That's the greatest comic book movie score of all time. Uh, and like, I already mentioned my favorite scene in that movie, uh, with Lois Lane because that's, that's the best scene in the movie is when they first meet and, uh, they flirt with each other and, uh, she's like, uh, you have x-ray vision, huh? What color underwear am I wearing? And, uh, he's like, uh, I can't see through the, through the lead pot. He can't see through a lead pot. And then uh, they keep talking for a couple seconds and she moves out from behind the plan. He goes pink. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, color underwear you're wearing. It's mm. pink. Like, like, just like that. Like, mm. that's such a, like, that's such a flirty, like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. This is, this is cute. And I love, I, I just love them together in that. And uh, Christopher Reeve's transformation as Superman, being able to go from the way he looked as Clark Kent into the way he looked as Superman. Fucking incredible. Uh, I could just, yeah, and I've been reading a lot of Superman mm. lately too, and that's been kind of what elevated him so high is that uh, re there isn't a character I enjoy reading more, mm. you know, maybe not on screen so much, but as far as comic books are concerned, I really love reading Superman books. Those are those are fucking fantastic, uh, right up there with X Men and Batman. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, definitely uh, a character I need yep, to, so. to deep dive into. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Number three had to be, uh, and you know, you said the top three earlier, the classic oh, yeah. top three. And it feels Superman, right. Like I have that top uh -huh. three. They're my top three. And uh, Superman had to be, had to be three. Uh, couldn't, couldn't elevate him any higher, but hmm. uh, had to be there. Had to be. There. Well, if you guys couldn't have figured out wh who the top two were um, <laughs> by this time, I, I don't know what to tell you, but it's just the order that they come in now is is kind of the interesting thing and i think we have them yeah, flip-flopped here um maybe i th i think um, maybe who knows you just want to say our number two at the same time <laughs> sure sure three two one batman spider-man yep, i figured yeah. i it's only it yeah it only only makes it's sense. only fair. oh yeah um but man yeah these 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 are the two superheroes that i i will never they will always be my top two. I don't think they're the top two. Batman and Spider Man. There's no there's, doubt. There's, I don't think a superhero can ever crack the like them. Um, they're just iconic. Uh, Spider Man is uh, my entire childhood basically, and Batman was was just as as close as he can get to Spider Man. Um, I just happen to like Peter Parker more. Um, the scrawny nerdy kid, you know, that, uh, that turns into the, you know, gets, gets lucky, gets bitten by a radio or a, a spider and becomes this amazing superhero. Everything that comes with that Tobey Maguire and now into the modern, the modern stuff. Um, I mean, it, these characters are just getting better and better and better. Um, and it's crazy that we can just repeat these stories over and over and they're still 
that good. Um, hey, all you need's a little revamp, you know. All you need's something that changes, and I'm gonna be like, "Wow, that was a great change. I love this. Give me mm. more." Uh, I'm a sucker like that, and uh, yeah, you know. So you're one Spider Man, my two Spider Man, your two Batman, my one Batman. Uh, I, I I can't imagine it any other way. I think this makes perfect sense how it ended up shaking out, and uh, you know what. Well, well, Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Spider Man mm. for a second. Let's t- take our pick. Your one, my two. Um, you know, besides Superman, I'd say this is the other. The other one that's just pure. Like, yeah, that is a hopeful character. Mm. Peter Parker, Spider Man. You know, uh, <clears throat> he is. I mean, he's the defining piece of Marvel. Without, like, without Spider Man, I don't think Marvel would be what it mm. is. Uh, which is uh, kind of crazy to consider, but uh. Mm. They, uh, there, there's just no superhero on the Marvel side of things that, that hits the way Spider-Man does. He's a, uh, he's just such a good dude, you know? Yeah. And, uh, the way Superman is like, it's like, if there, if there's an equivalent there, I'd say that's like, yeah, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Superman, I think are the, are the flip sides of each other in terms of the, uh, personality they mm. bring to the, uh to the to the scene you know this hopeful do-gooder who's here for the people you know the difference like, uh, of spider-man is he's just a kid like that's he's just that's a kid. the difference there i think that's why i latched on to him more you know as as just growing up as a child you know i see batman and he's obviously badass and all um and it's amazing he's my number two for a reason but uh but spidey he's you know he, he was just like one of us you know he, and mm-hmm. and uh and just seeing what he becomes, you know, that mask is iconic. I have two Spider-Man suits myself. I've had numerous over the right. years. Um, it's what I favored as Halloween the most. Um, I favored mm-hmm. Batman. As a young and I was rocking that bat suit for mm-hmm. Halloween, you know, you know, it was true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it had like I I loved Batman when I was younger, man. You know, like when it came to Spider-Man, uh, I loved the Spider-Man movies, right? Uh, there was no doubt that I loved watching Green Goblin and I loved watching Doc Ock, but I stayed watching Batman the Animated Series mm. and Returns and uh, for Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and Batman 66. Like, dude, Talk I loved that villains. shit when I was little. I couldn't get enough. And then to have gotten a, an adaptation so recently as the Batman with Robert mm. Pattinson. I, I already had it, Batman 1, Spider-Man 2. And then, like, I watched that, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Now I know for sure that's Official. what I want. <laughs> I was I was a little conflicted. Man, talk about a but, group uh, of, of villains. These two um, these two have villains on deck. Um, they have the rogues gallery, bro. As we, as we said, you know, like, uh, the two highest villains I had, I mean, besides Magneto, mm. I had Poison Ivy. I had Harley Quinn. These are Batman villains. I had Joker. I had Two Face. I had Green Goblin. I had Doc Ock. Like uh, those are the highest ranking villains mm-hmm. I had. You know, those are all Batman and Spider Man. Mm. It only makes sense. Kingpin, oh, yeah. mm. another Spider Man villain. Like a, uh, it had to be there. Mm. And the culmination of 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 all of you know my childhood and, and No Way Home and being in that theater. Um, that that'll probably be the the soul. You know, I, I don't know if another theater experience can can top that i mean that was no way home was was something special seeing it for the first time yeah um even knowing what was coming too um 
we kind of knew what was coming, but it still um, just blew our mind. But there was this, there's this element of, uh, you know, you don't want to get your hopes up. So you're like, ah, maybe mm, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a couple seconds and they're gone. Uh, nah, they're a part of that movie. And it is satisfying, mm. man. Uh, seeing Andrew Garfield get his redemption and, you know, saving saving MJ the way he couldn't save Gwen and oh. Toby coming back to help uh come back to help Tom and uh and ultimately saving Green Goblin when he couldn't the first time. Uh oh. you know he I, I think it's a pretty cool little parallel that, you know, he was killed by his glider in Spider Man one and he stops Tom Holland from killing him with the glider in No Way Home. Like I think that's like a if if I could have done it in that moment I would have, but I couldn't. Mm. Like I, I had to get out of the way. Like I had to Hopefully he didn't wake back up and immediately just get stabbed, right? You know? Like, hopefully he didn't. I, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what that O was. No. Me, I, I mean, obviously, no. Head cannon <laughs> now. He goes back, he goes, oh, <laughs> and dies. Um, hmm. You know, I can't I can't rank the Spider-Man, you know? Like, I, I like them all for different reasons. You know, when it comes to Tom Holland, Toby, and Andrew Garfield, like, I really do love all of them. It is much easier for me to rank Batman uh, because mm. I don't love all of them. <laughs> there. Uh, they're they're just uh, they're just all right for me in some aspects. So if if you'll have me, I'd like to I'd like to rattle off my Batman ranking. Mm. Yes, please. I and, will uh, have that. <laughs> if uh, if need be, I'll I'll go over my Bruce Wayne's as well because it's not the same list. Um, Ooh. As far as Batman is concerned, my top one Batman is Robert Pattinson right now. Mm-hmm. Man bodied it. I don't know how, I don't know how, I didn't anticipate it. You know, I went in with a grain of salt, you know. Uh, I didn't think before that we'd had a defining Batman, mm. you know. And I think now we do, as far as live action is concerned. Oh, well, that's uh, kind like, of a good I, point. That every I think other it was Batman like up before. in the air. Like it was yeah. like, is it Michael Keaton? Maybe. Is it Christian Bale? Maybe. Uh, I don't think so. I think it is Robert Pattinson. Um, that's an important distinction as Batman. And like, like yes. a, I think Bruce Wayne, you know, we, we still have a lot to see with him as Bruce. We didn't, see, I think that's the whole point of his character though, is that he isn't Bruce yeah. Wayne. He is Batman. Um, but that's, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. Know, you two years of nights have turned him into a nocturnal animal. Mm. Mm. I mean, it, uh, I don't know. This take on Batman, It the first watch that I saw it, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I just watched that. Like, that just happened. Like, mm. I, I did not, I don't know, maybe it was, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's his eyes, maybe. Maybe it's just, he's so... His mannerisms are so bad. The way he walks around a, you know, a crime scene, very slow. Oh, and then you learn so that he's good. just recording everything. And that's why he's looking, you know, very detailed at stuff and points out the blood splat, you know, on the ground for the person to take a picture. You know, like he notices things before everyone else does. Like, oh, mm. like they got the detective side of him down. They got the recluse, the dark, the emo side of him, like every just aspect of Batman they got down. And oh, he they just fucking nailed it, man. Uh, mm. So that's Robert Pattinson had to be top one there. Mm. Uh, my two, this is where I go classic with it. I went, I went ahead and went with Adam West here at my two. 
1966 Batman. Uh, just because, uh, you know, without, without him, none of it happens. You know, he sets the tone for, for the future of Batman. And, uh, obviously they revamped the character immensely in the future, uh, with Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, and Robert Pattinson's adaptations. But, uh, you know, there's still some homages to Adam West in, uh, in, in some other movie, in some other movies, you know, even in, uh, Robert Pattinson's mask, the way the hmm. stitching goes over his nose and the, the eyebrows are like kind of, uh, emphasized on his, on his mask. You can see it in certain light. Like it's hmm. a, that's a really, really cool little homage to Adam West's Batman. So I had, I had him at two, uh, three Kevin Conroy Batman animated series. Uh, mm, okay. Oh, that's okay. A, I was that's like, a legendary Batman for oh, me. Maybe yeah. maybe mm. the defining Batman for me. Uh mm. as far as what my childhood consisted of. Uh, it was all Kevin Conroy all the time. Boys uh, for the Arkham games too, man. That like yep. Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy are the voices. Like they have yeah. the voices down. Oh. Dude, they're perfect. Mm. They're perfect. Uh mm. but yeah, then four, that's where I'd go Christian Bale. Uh five is when I go Michael Keaton. Six, I go George Clooney, and seven, I go Val Kilmer. Mm. Um, and George Clooney and Val Kilmer, you know, I think George Clooney uh, was the most obviously reminiscent of Adam West. Like, if you watch some 1966 Batman and then watch Batman and Robin, it's like, oh my God, George Clooney is trying to be Adam West. Uh, it's it's like pretty plainly obvious to me, but. Uh, mm. They do fantastic. I think they all they all have fun that they bring to the role. Uh, and if they don't have fun, they're bringing an intensity to it that we haven't seen otherwise. And uh, I'm curious on like 20 years down the line, like whenever whenever we have like a new Batman, eventually, you know, the next take on it. Um, like if I think it's they're going to try to be Robert Pattinson, like that, like that, like I don't know, like I. Or maybe they'll go so different. You know, maybe they'll be like, we can't replicate that. So, like, we're going to have to go a different direction or something. We'll, go like the that. Other, we'll swing know. the other direction. Um, but man, yeah, this, I don't know. And this is his first movie. Um, we're getting more, um, which is insane to think about that we're, we're just getting started. Um, and I hope, I don't know. I hope they, he becomes the Batman just like, if DC, can, decides to have some continuity and stuff like i hope he joins the justice league and and everyone else like i hope like i don't know like i i really hope he he's with everyone else and that he becomes like the bat the batman for i mean all. it'd be interesting but, if they they open up this batman matt reeves universe a little bit and uh mm. and they get other creators to come on and have like someone has a superman someone has has these mm. other characters it'd be really interesting i'd be uh i'd be intrigued mm. by that but uh i think it'd be even cooler if we got our own little batman live action universe here with uh true like with I some guess. of his apprentices you know like getting batgirl and uh mm. nightwing and uh mm. shit like that under his belt i think that'd be really cool um i guess yeah there's enough in just batman that they don't need to open it up yeah all right else. right yeah that there's enough there. Um, I will say, favorite Bruce Wayne, Christian Bale. That's the best Bruce Wayne, I think. Uh, I think he nailed Bruce Wayne. Uh, I, I, logically, I don't know that it makes a lot of sense for him to be like that, but from what we know Bruce Wayne to be like, I think he does it the best. Uh, hmm. If I'm seeing Batman with a mask off, I'm kind of picturing, or if I'm picturing Bruce Wayne, I'm thinking of Christian Bale. 
Yeah. But if I'm thinking of Batman in suit. I'm going Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Fills that out perfectly. And then, you know, like, I just can't do that with the Spider-Man. I don't, I, uh, yeah. like, they are all really embodying Peter Parker in a different way for me. They're all really embodying Spider-Man in a different way for me. I can only tell you that Andrew Garfield is kind of my favorite in just the way that he brings it. Like, it's like mm. there's just such an obvious passion he has for the character that, like, absolutely bleeds through that uh, you you pick up on a lot. That trio, uh, Robert, Andrew, and and, uh, and Charlie Cox, like, that they have the passion for those characters that they are. They are, mm. like, they deep dot, like, they, they dove They embody deep. those characters, man. Mm. Like you see Andrew, he he goes out, he was out in New York, like actually doing Spider-Man things, you know, outside of just Helping filming and production. And... Yeah, like he, he truly felt like felt the role and, and got into it. Um, whether, you know, I mean, it was just a different time when Toby was doing it and stuff. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's the childhood Spider-Man that we all, we all know and love. Andrew was the take that we're like, oh, this is very interesting. Um, th- like a way, a different aspect of Spider-Man that we, that we didn't know or that, that we didn't know that we wanted. And then Tom, we have the modernization, you know, of, of kind of all of it together. And then seeing literally all of them in the same movie is just something special. Like I, mm. that, that'll never happen with Batman. We'll never see. Well, I don't know. And Who frankly, knows? I don't think I want so <laughs> yeah. much like there. No, <laughs> you know, like I said, with the Spider-Man, like, oh, I didn't even have Ben Affleck in my, in my ranking. Uh, ben Affleck would probably slot in, in the Batman side of things. Um, right below Christian Bale. Mm. Um, I will say he looks like he looks perfect in the Batsuit. I absolutely love that. He was a good Bruce Wayne. I really enjoyed it. Um, I always forget about the modern takes on these characters. Like when I did the Joker ranking, whenever I presented Joker, I left Jared Leto out. I forgot mm. that he was a part of that. Uh, but nevertheless, I do really enjoy Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck's Batman I mm. think uh underrated underrated, underrated. uh and, and with with good reason though I do understand yeah. people's complaints you know this is this is the Batman who has broken pretty much the essential Batman rule um true he doesn't seem to have much regard for that um which is true. interesting but yeah. uh never, nevertheless uh I, I do enjoy the take the take on Batman I think it's really cool and uh yeah he'd probably slot in between Michael Keaton and christian bale but uh yeah so you want to rattle off our top five again just for the yeah you know these are the top five you know this is what you were here for Mm. Uh, so give me your top five joe number one spider-man peter parker number two batman bruce wayne three vision four wanda maximov and five ultron strong top five man that makes me that's that's a real good top five then uh my top five i got batman bruce wayne at one two i got peter parker spider-man three i got clark kent superman four i've got logan wolverine and five i've got matt murdoch daredevil those top four are like i mean you're that's like the top four just the classic soup like Boom. Like, that's what you think. Like, those are the first superheroes that I think. Those are the top two DC lines. and yes. top two Marvel, I think of. You know, then, like, I love a... that Matt Murdock sliding in there. You know, he, like, mm. like, perfect. Um, oh, it had to be five, man. And mm. Daredevil's just such a strong character. You know, it's everything I love about Batman. I just discovered him later in life. 
Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, like mm. that's that's all. Mm. Oh yeah, man! What a what a list. This was this was a lot of fun. This was a blast going through this. And now I, I like that I have a list that I can go back to and alter and change mm. um, in the future whenever you know things change. I think I don't know this top five. It'll be pretty set in stone, but uh, I don't know forever. Uh, moving on, it'll be interesting to see where where characters go in the future. But we had one lineup and one only. And that was uh, Gene Gray, the Phoenix at 30. So Gene Gray at 30. Um, Man, yeah. Hmm. I, I thought we might have some more in the top 10. It, 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 is, it is pretty cool that we ended up with six of the same characters in our top 10 in Black Panther, Wanda, Vision, Batman, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. Did you have Wolverine in your top 10? Yep, he was my nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. So those are the – we had – those six characters were both in our top 10, uh, which kind of makes them a shoe in for being amongst the best characters in Marvel, I'd say. And, uh, cause I, and, and Batman mm. best characters <laughs> in Marvel and Batman. Uh, mm. but, mm. uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And, uh, the four where we differentiated, you know, I had Superman, Matt Murdock, Captain Marvel and Magneto, which I thought was, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I had, I think, Iron Man, Joker, Ultron, and Iron er, and Doctor Strange. Maybe yes, was Doctor yes. Strange in your top ten or no? No, he was down towards yeah. uh, twenty-one. So, I think Joker, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Ultron were mine. Hmm. Interesting shit. Just interesting seeing the differences and how and how things shake out, how things shake out. But, uh, but Vision three, I didn't know if you expected that. But uh, I did not. He's I, my favorite. I didn't expect Wanda four. I didn't expect mm. that you'd have Wanda and Vision higher than I did. Um, Vision's my guy. He's he's my number one in Marvel. Vision, the Vision that Spidey, makes that so. makes every bit as much sense. But like three, I didn't know about that. I thought top five, but three, I was like, damn, I'm happy oh, yeah. to hear that. Love me some Vision. Um, mm-hmm. love that, love that. Uh, but yeah, with that, that concludes our top 100 comic book characters. And uh, you know, I can't imagine we find another thing to do a top 100 about. Um, if we do. It'll be movies down the mm. line. Uh, yeah. That'll, that'll be a while away before we get mm. there. But, uh, <laughs> and I'd expect something of a top something with movies sooner. Probably not 100 is mm. probably the safest bet there. <laughs> it's uh, a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies. But, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of movies I like. So who knows? But, yeah, with that. We conclude this episode of the Penny Balloon Podcast. It was I, Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. Always. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. If you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you find over 24 hours of exclusive content. And just a couple weeks back, we actually dove into that deleted scene released from Matt Reeves' The Batman, where it features uh, Bruce Wayne and the Joker going back and forth there. Uh, very mm. excited for you to hear that. Uh, go ahead and check that out. All that money goes back into making sure I can put the podcast on. Don't make mm-hmm. any money unless it's there. Uh, and it's 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 helpful. It is helpful. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise Batman and Spider-Man.